Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Fullerton. Leaves starting to turn colors. It's really feeling like a fall football evening, and that's exactly what we have here between two very good football teams. Ravenna, as you heard in the open, has really played well this season. They're 3-0 and on the year. The Warriors come in from Fullerton with a record of 2-1. and As uh, you compare some scores here a little bit, you would say Ravenna might be a little bit of a favorite because they were able to outscore Osceola High Plains at Osceola by a final of 6 62 to 56 last week. That is Fullerton's only loss, a 12-point loss here in Fullerton earlier in the season. I'm Randy Bushcutter. Joining me tonight, and pretty excited about it, is Rich Broderson. And uh, Rich, my color guy tonight. And uh, as we mentioned, both these two teams playing pretty well coming into this game. And that's a nice that's a nice start to the year for Ravenna because again, they've only won a couple of football games over the last three years. A little taste of victory goes a long way so far. I mean, three and zero, a great year so far for the Blue Jays. A a lot of it on the road. They had one yep. game in their belt at home, and everything else has been on the road. And that's pretty um, accommodatable or appreciable to these coaches that are working hard at this group of kids that have been together for quite some time, and they're seeing the, the, the awards. And, and that's one thing you kind of thought when this was a young team that was uh, taking its lumps uh, for the last few years. They were a young team. They're going to take their lumps, and when they get a little bit older, once they start to mature a little bit, they're going to be a little bit more successful, and that's exactly what Coach Bowling's been able to put to get together with these Blue Jays. Absolutely, and they know tonight it's not going to be an easy task. Fullerton has a great program, too, 2-1 and one on the year. Now a little reversal here. A lot of their games in the early season have been home, and then with the one road one road game, but still with a two and one record, very impressive for the Warriors. And again, when you look at the difference, another thing you look at when you see the scores is Ravenna's offense. They are they are putting up some points. They've scored 58, 46, and 62 points respectively. Uh, they average about 24 more points per ball game than what Fullerton does. So really, I think a lot of the attention tonight is going to be when Ravenna has the football and uh, going against that Fullerton defense. Yeah, the Fullerton defense will need to step it up a little bit because I, watching the Ravenna Blue Jays all year long, as I have, I mean, they spread the ball all over the field. They, they'll, they'll do, you know, a little play action out of the back, you know, and go to the right, or they'll go to the left. I mean, they're all over. So you got to be on your toes and ready to, to defend the Blue Jays. Yeah, absolutely. And they do spread the field. They like to run. And, again, you take a look at them statistically, they get a lot of production from a lot of different sources. Uh, bowling averages almost 92 yards rushing per game, almost the same for Jarzinka. He's about 87 yards a game. And then you have Dravota, who runs for about 70 yards per game. So they really spread it out. They can get you with a lot of different weapons. Speed is a factor. I mean, when – the one and only Jake Rahota gets on the outside, and if he's open and he sees the hole, he will take it, and it's tough. And plus, you got to watch out for the play-action pass with Trey Meath coming around on the backside. They give options and how to hit hit their players down the field. So great little bit of summary there, a little bit of a, 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 a forecast what might be facing the future here for, for Ravenna. But we'll also find out from Fullerton what they plan on doing here as we'll have the coaches interview coming up for you in just a moment. We'll remind you that you are listening to the uh, the the, um, the 
Yeah, I'm the I'm the professional here. The Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We're listening to that pregame show. We'll step away for a moment when we come back. We'll talk with head coach Ryan Houghton of the Fullerton Warriors when we return right after this. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Club. Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also, book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels. We're back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Classic Hits Power 99 for a great D1 matchup tonight as Fullerton welcomes in the surprising Ravenna Blue Jays. Fullerton sets it 2-1, and one and head coach Ryan Houghton joins us here on the pregame. And Coach, we've been up to Fullerton a few times over the seasons and always have seen some good football. Uh, your team sets it 2-1. and one. Uh, Give us a little preview of what we could see tonight, how your football team has played in the first three weeks of the season. Well, we feel we played pretty well. Um, you know, we're two and one. We'd, we'd like to be three and zero. Oh. We feel like we're uh, just maybe a couple plays away from being in that uh, three and one or three and zero oh slot. Um, got beat by a good high plains Osceola team and had them down uh, early twenty to nothing, and that just kind of depth caught up with us a little bit, and their their speed caught up with us, and uh, well, we battled a few injuries early on, just like everybody does, but. Uh, I've been off to a pretty good start and um, expecting a uh, great game tonight. Very tough battle. We think this is going to be one of the best teams we've seen all year and will see all year. A little bit of a surprise team to some people with kind of the unknowns from the last couple of years in 11 man. And, and, um, you know, I believe it has, you know, a few forfeits where you just don't have a lot of uh, footage from them in, in the past. But, what we've seen from them this year is uh, very impressive. Ryan, what about uh, you mentioned the injuries? You've lost a player. You're getting a player back. How does that change what you guys are doing? Well, uh, in the first three games, we we uh, lost a player, senior uh, captain uh, T.J. Dubas, and he's kind of a you know a real dynamic player for us. He's got the best speed on the team, and was probably it was running that tailback spot in, the, in a was going to be in a spot where we put him in a lot of different positions, but when we lost him, we had to, we had to change some things. There's no doubt about it. We uh, had to alter our offense a little bit, probably play a little more conservative and uh, try to get in behind our good offensive line and do do some more of those simplistic type things. Now that we've got him back, we might uh, or we might be able to do some more things, spread the field, and and because uh, he's a tremendous receiver out of the backfield, tremendous receiver split out, and uh can do a lot of things to, to stress a defense. Um, we will be without uh, another tremendous player tonight. We just lost in the last game, and James Layshock leading the team in uh, in tackles by far, and, and one of the top five leaders in the state in tackles. 
And uh, but he was also kind of a Swiss Army knife for us on offense. I mean, he one one time he's scoring two touchdowns at the tailback position, and next series he's catching a touchdown pass at the end, and and then in a pinch he's playing offensive guard. He, he's just that type of player, super intelligent, will do anything you need. But we're going to be without him for a, a couple weeks. Fullerton head football coach Ryan Houghton joining us here on the pregame show, getting ready to take on uh, the Ravenna Blue Jays here. Coach, what do you feel that this team has done well, and what are a couple of things, even with these injuries now, that you have to refocus on if you're going to be in the district race this year? Well, I think one thing we've done well is we've played defense pretty darn well. Um, we've given up a few points here and there, 44 to Osceola High Plains, but uh, – Nearly uh, 30, 34 of those were in the second half, and some were on long runs, breakaways, and we we're starting to get just a little bit tired. Uh, very few teams have taken the ball, you know, those 10, 12-place drives and, and, and pushed it in on us. Uh, they've relied on some big plays or maybe some uh, breakdowns in the secondary or uh, big plays to score on us. We're trying to alleviate that offensively we've uh, done a real good job we've got a young quarterback first year starter sophomore and hunter houghton and he's done a really good job of taking care of the ball uh we have one we only have three turnovers all all year long total and uh two of them were kind of silly fumbles in the last game alone and and hunter only has one interception on the year and that came on the last play of the game against high plains when we're kind of trying to throw the ball up and, and make a play. but uh, So we've really taken good care of the ball. I, I don't want to jinx myself here, but, you know, for a high school team to only have uh, three turnovers and one of them kind of on an in-game, you know, Hail Mary type of thing is, is pretty impressive. We, we're kind of putting our, you know, uh, hanging our hat on that. And if we keep possessing the ball, good things are going to happen. Well, when you look at the quarterback and the last name is the same as the coach, everybody assumes that uh, there's a little bit more knowledge in there. Talk about how uh, you've guided Hunter, even though he's just a sophomore. Well, yeah, you'd always assume that. It doesn't always work that easy. Uh, sometimes those kids are all, the, your, your children are all in with you, and sometimes they're like, Dad, I don't want to hear it. But, uh, no, he does a good job, and he's always been a student of the game. He's been watching football since he could open his eyes so uh he, he understands the game pretty well he he's still got a lot to learn and uh, uh still making some of those first year mistakes but uh he really has uh, had to grow up in a hurry camp season was real good to him uh, he doesn't have a lot of size you know when he when he does grow up you know that'll that'll help him a lot also but he he does with the he does real well with the tools that he has now. He throws the ball very accurate. Uh, and when he has to run, he, he makes good decisions. Uh, as a coach, I'd like to see him uh, get out of bounds a little bit more and not to absorb all that uh, contact that he's been taking here. And, Ryan, finally, uh, what you see uh, in Ravenna, obviously, uh, as, uh, as their coach has said, uh, Dan Bowling, they've just – gotten older these kids have played a lot of football uh, so they're they're more mature and they're more experienced but what is it that they are doing well with that high potent offense well they sure spread it around a lot and uh they make you defend every square inch of the football field which uh, a lot of teams can't can do and um they, they really um they do that well they've got good team speed that i've seen uh good length they're, they're kind of a tall uh a long bunch 
and um, they're not just a one or two type of player uh, team. They they utilize everybody, and they do a lot of movement, and they keep you on your toes. That's the thing that impresses me the most. Um, aggressive on the outside, on on defense as well. Good defensive ends and and quick. Uh, I think we're both kind of similar in the, in the amount of depth that we have. Both pretty pretty limited on our depth, both of us. So that'll be interesting how that plays out a little bit. But um, just a good overall team. And the the thing that really sticks out on film is their overall team speed. All right, Ryan, always great to chat with you. Uh, best of luck to the Warriors throughout the season, and uh, keep them healthy tonight. All right, thanks, Doug. Look forward to see you. Ryan Houghton, head football coach of the Fullerton Warriors. We will be back in here from Ravenna coach Dan Bowling right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Classic Hits Power 99. Ready to chat with Ravetta head football coach Dan Bowling after winning just one football game the last three years and also making the transition from 11-man to 8-man. The Jays are off to a 3-0 and start and they've moved into the D1 top 10. Coach, how's everybody handling it? Hey, uh, first off, thank you. Uh, you know what? It's one of those things they're enjoying it. But uh, we've had to have multiple talks about uh, what I say. Uh, we're not not going to drink that Kool-Aid. We're trying to stay humble and uh, you know keep our uh, keep our heads straight and know that uh, you know every team is going to pose the challenge for us. What did you and your coaches feel about the team in the off season after just winning one game here the last three years, making the transition from 11 to eight, going down to D1, and of course seeing some different teams this year? You put all that together. What did you? optimistically believe this team was capable of? Well, in all honesty, these kids have all been playing since they were freshmen and sophomore, and uh, they've taken their lumps uh, for sure. But I really think the one thing that we looked at was first off the weight room and the boys bought into the weight room. And, you know, another thing that comes into factor too is just them maturing. Um, They matured and they got stronger. And then the other thing we've really been pushing is playing for each other, and we've seen that pay dividends throughout. Talking with Dan Bowling, the head football coach at Ravenna, off to a 3-0 and start. Uh, you had to really work. Uh, talk a little bit about Game 2, Cambridge. Uh, you're down double digits in this one before making a big second-half comeback. You know, it was one of those games where uh, it ended up being the fourth quarter, and we're looking at it going, God, we still have 12 minutes left. And uh, the boys and I and the other coaches, we just truly believed that we had a shot. We never felt out of it. And uh, – you know what? Uh, it all worked out in double overtime. Jake Jarzinka hits uh, Trey Meats in the back of the end zone to, to win it for us. Coach, where is this team, do you think, 
if I use the word significant, but significantly better on the field than you've been the last couple of years? Uh, physically, um, it's one of those things where, like I talked about, the weight room and just the maturity factor, um, we're able to run through tackles now, which is a big thing, um, and then we're able to uh, you know, tackle one-on-one a lot better this year. Dan, uh, everybody wants to also bring up your quarterback, Jake Charzinka, who's doing a great job. But Ravenna football used to be known for run, 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 run. We'd, we'd joke and say that Ravenna wouldn't throw the ball four times a game uh, back in your days. Uh, but now uh, you have no problem getting the ball in the air. Is that specifically because you've got an athlete like Jake or are there some other uh, factors there? Um, that is due to multiple athletes um, that we have, uh, you know, at running back and receiver. Um, it just fits us better. Um, right now, um, we're not a big team at all, and so our number one strategy is getting our athletes on the field. And uh, you know, and it's best case scenario for us to throw it around, and then when we spread them out, then we can run the ball as well. So, as you look for folks that haven't seen Ravenna play football here the last couple of years at the eight man, talk a little bit about what you do like to do offensively and defensively. What they can expect to see as you get ready for Fullerton. Well, offensively, it's one of those things where we're going to take what the defense gives us. Um, you know, we'll look at box numbers, and if they're not going to have, and you know, if they're going to have three people in the box, four people in the box, we're going to look to run the ball, um, and and vice versa uh, with the pass game. Uh, we do have a lot of weapons, uh, and you know, it starts with Jake, of course, at quarterback. But we got a stable of running backs and Drew Bowling and Braden Mueller um, that do a good job in the run game, and then we've got Jack Drahota, Trey Meath, Cooper Shermer among others, at the receiver position that uh, can definitely step up and make a big place for us. You, you talk about what uh, you're doing over there defensively. It looks like, uh, you know, you've got, you got Alex that has just made all kinds of tackles for your football team this year, and after that, pretty balanced. But talk a little bit about Alex. Uh, Alex is that kid. Uh, he's our driving force. Um, you know, he's been, through, he's been through the bad, and he wants the good. So he's really bought into being not – just a vocal leader, but showing them, showing the boys how to play hard um, every single snap. He's been a great asset for us, and uh, I'm really proud of what he's done. We're talking with Dan Bowling, head football coach of the Ravenna Blue Jays, as they get ready for their third game on the road of the first four. And then, of course, you flip it, and the three of the last four will get to be at home. But you go to Fullerton. Uh, they have been a very good football team as of late. Uh, you do have the common opponent in Osceola High Plains, who you clipped uh, two weeks ago, of course, because you're coming off the bye, and, and, and that was their loss. Uh, what can you tell us about what you see from Fullerton? Uh, you know what? Like the, the whole roster size thing with them doesn't really matter because uh, they're – very physical and the one thing that i notice on film is they're really good you know of doing what they do and they're disciplined offensively and defensively they're they're a real good football team it's also a a way to get districts underway i i don't think that that probably means a whole lot to the kids but it probably means something to the coaches about getting district play going uh you know yeah it's a game man and uh coaches and players that you know for us it's we're taking advantage of every game that, that we get to play. So um, it's, it's another game, but every game is big for us. Coach, is this Blue Jay team good enough to win the district? Um, you know, I, I like our chances, but, you know, that district, you look at it, it's, uh, there's a lot of good teams on it. You know, of course, I'm going to pull for my boys to win it, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's going to be a challenge. Also a challenge, really, when the districts came out way back in, in February, you look and go, well, I know Shelton, but 
we don't have any kind of rapport with any of these other teams on the schedule. Uh, so, you know, back in the day, you got used to playing the same coaches, same teams. You kind of scouting report was 75% done. That's not the case for you guys this year. Um, you know what? We looked at that as an advantage. It's a clean slate. And, uh, you know, we can kind of get the bad taste out of our mouth with all the teams that we used to play. And now it's just like, uh, you know, we're going into everything brand new and uh it's worked out good for us we've we've talked about so much positive i guess let's bring a couple of things up here uh as as much as you've been scoring obviously the last couple of games you've given up quite a few points so what concerns you about that um you know what we just have to do a better job of tackling is what it comes down to um we talk a ton about being disciplined um tackling and discipline are our our number one things that we focused on during the bye week and i'm hoping uh we can see some uh, definite improvement on that, uh, you know, in the season going forward. And, Dan, talk about, I guess, the season goal because of the enrollment and playing eight-man football. There's When Heartland is the final game of the year, it's the final game of the year. You know, Doug, it's one of those things. It's, it's not an ideal situation for us. Um, you know, we're treating every one of our games as a playoff game, um, knowing that we only have those eight. So, it's one of those things when it came down to it, we felt that this was what was best for the kids going forward. Um, but it's one of those things we're kind of looking at the games and going, man, there's only this many left. You know, we'll put it, put everything out on the field. So. And Dan, just for the fans out there, we always talk this numbers game in a lot of sports. Will Ravenna be eight man for the foreseeable future? Or when the next cycle comes around, is your number close enough to go back to C2? Uh, you know, I wish I knew. Um, it's just a constant numbers game. I don't know. It's going to be close. I can't say one way or the other. Um, you know, we'll just have to wait until this two-year cycle is up and, and kind of come up with a plan and look at our numbers. Um, I, I honestly, I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see how it plays out here uh, down the road. But uh, right now, off to Fullerton to try and go get to 4-0. Uh, Dan, great job uh, with the guys over there and a uh, way to work through some of the tough times. Let's enjoy the good times. Yeah, yeah, you're darn right. I appreciate your coverage, man. That's Ravenna head football coach Dan Bowling as we chatted with him earlier this week on the Doug and Daddy Show. The Jays getting ready to take on Fullerton. And we'll be back with a look at the starting lineups on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this on Classic Hits, Power 99. And welcome here to Fullerton. We're going to get an early start to this one. We'll give you our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. But first, even though it's about 7 till. It's going to be Ravenna kicking it off. It's going to be picked up here by Fullerton at about the 15-yard line, trying to find some run, room to run there as Kyle Kanopic. And Kanopic's going to be down at about the 23. Here's your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. The better bank will begin for the uh, Ravenna offense. And on the line here will be uh, uh, Bedke, offensive line, 6'1", 277 pounds. Alex Chapa, 5'5", 206 pounds will be on the line. And... Uh, Running back will be Jack Grahota, a six-foot, 152-pound junior, and we'll get more of the starters coming up for you in here in just a little bit. Houghton will hand the ball off right up the middle, and not much room to run there at all for the uh, Fullerton running attack, as there'll be no gain on the play, or a very little gain, about a yard and a half. So a gain of a yard and a half. Uh, Trey Meath, the wide receiver, six foot, 158 pounds, a sophomore, will start here for Ravenna. Drew Bowling, 
will be running back, 5'8", 158 pounds, and the quarterback, Jake Jarzinka, 5'10", 160 pounds, and just a junior. That'll be your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Handoff on that right side, bouncing to the outside is going to be T.J. Dubas. Dubas, who makes the start tonight, has been gone for the last couple of weeks, is able to bounce to the outside and get close to a first down there. It's going to set up now third at about four. Rich? Yeah, welcome back, Dubas. I mean, the workhorse is back in. You know, he's healthy, and they're going to give him the football right off the bat. He bounced that one off to the right side. Good containment by the Blue Jays. Brings up third down and four. And good field position for the Blue Jays if they can hold here. If they can hold, and again, not much wind at all. Again, we got a little early start to the game. We're still four minutes away from when we're supposed to be kicking it off, and they're going to hand it off right up the middle, and there's nowhere to go at all there for uh, John Witovic, and Witovic will gain nothing. In fact, might lose about a half yard. Good interior tackle right there by Chopham. Also, Mueller to grab and hold him there. Now the... It's time to punt the ball away. And punting will be Isaac Gleason, a junior, 185 pounds. He'll be the starting punter. We'll try to get you Fullerton starters here in just a little bit. And the kick is going to be a low kick, a little wobbly. It's going to hit. And getting away from it there is going to be Meath. And Meath did not really have a good good bounce that he felt comfortable grabbing that football with uh, Connor Sondrup right there defensively, so he kind of backed away from it a little bit. We mentioned Dubas, and he's a senior, and he'll start at one of the wideouts. Uh, Hunter Houghton is the quarterback. He's only a sophomore, 140 pounds. Isaac Gleason will play end. He's a junior, 185 pounds. Elijah Norman, 165 pounds senior, will be uh, one of the ends. John Witovic, as we mentioned, uh, running back. He's a junior, 180 pounds. And Levi Fulton. 215-pound senior will be one of the offensive linemen. Logan Gustafson, a senior, 225 pounds, and C.J. Pickerel, 225, and a junior. That's your starting lineup here for Fullerton. They're going to run the option, hand it off that left side, bouncing to the outside is going to be Drew Bowling, and Bowling is going to have more than enough for the first down. He's going to gain about four on the play. A good start offensively here for the Jays. The Warriors are going to see that all night long, the sweep on the backfield out to the outside, and Bowling keeping his head up and seeing the outside opening and taking it and getting that first down. So a gain of about 14 on the play. Again, our starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. So the Jays will call it out, and uh, they'll just hand the ball right up the middle, and there's nowhere to go there for Bowling. Good defense right up the middle right there for the Warriors, led by Gleason. I mean, they had that one sniffed out and right yeah, there. I absolutely. Mean, there, was just a, there was just a pile of humans right there and no room to run at all there for the Jays. So they have second and ten. They've already picked one up one first down in their first possession of the game. Obviously no scores. We've now played two minutes out of that pistol formation. They're going to run the option and keeping it here is going to be the quarterback Jarzinka and Jarzinka is going to put his head down. Squirted out of the pile at the last minute. We'll see where he stepped out of bounds. If he gets all the way to that outside, that's going to be a gain of about eight. No, they're going to say he was out of bounds before that. It'll be a gain of five. And that's one thing you're going to have to see tonight, Randy, is containment and wrapping up. If you're, if you're going to hit them and not get your hands around them and bring them down, they can bounce it out and, and get some more yards. Well, our abbreviated Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show was brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Contact them today. So it'll be third and five. Again, out of that pistol formation, Jarzinka will then fake the handoff. He'll go to the outside, has a little bit of a screen block there, and he's going to get enough for the first down. Good action on that. They brought Trahota across in formation in motion there, and that sucked in the defense a little bit and made for a nice little uh, seam there for Jarzinka. 
And a nice kick out uh, blocked there by Meath on the outside to give that just a couple more yards that they needed for the first down. So a gain of seven when they only needed five, so that'll move the sticks. They're getting awfully close to midfield here. It'll be first and ten. We'll call it the 36-yard line. And Jarzinka will call it out. Bowling will move off to the right side here. And they'll hand the ball off to Drohoda this time. Drohoda makes one man miss, puts his head down, and he's going to end up gaining about five on the play. Again, that initial uh, little juke move there. He planted his foot, got the defender out of position, and he ended up gaining five. That's not where they just get the ball and they just get you know dive for two yards. They will look for the gap and make the run and and get those extra yards that they need on offense. And again, your running back's 152 pounds. He's not going to try to run you, run over you. He's going to try to run around you. And he had a nice little move there to set that up. And Jarzinka is going to flip the formation here. He's going to move two, uh, over to the right. On this near side here is going to be Shermer. Shermer will watch uh, Bowling come across in formation, in motion. They hand it off to him, and he'll get that edge out there, be hit right at the first down sticks, is able to jump over that would-be tackler, gain an extra yard and a half, and he's got enough for a first down. And if right there, you, if you, I mean, we're on radio, but if you saw it in person, the quickness where they can make the cut to the left side or to the right to make a defender miss, and that's what happened right there. And again, I thought it was good quarterbacking there by Jarzinka to flip the formation, thinking, all right, we got a better opportunity if we go over here. He calls it out pretty quickly. Bowling makes one man miss, but there's a lot of Warriors right there. Standing up, uh, the uh, the uh, running back is going to be Gleason, and so no gain there for Bowling. Fullerton goes with the two-man front. Have about three or four linebackers and everybody in the, in the backfield. And they had a good containment right there, right at the line of scrimmage to make the tackle. So a loss of maybe about the length of the football here. And so we'll set up, we'll call it second and ten, even though it's maybe a bit more than that. Charzinka will call it out. Running back behind him is bowling. He'll move now to his left side. And Drahoda will drop back, and he'll uh, have the pass end up hitting the turf incomplete. That would have been a forward pass, so that's their first passing attempt of the game here for either team. Well, Chris Sinensing, the defensive end, got in the way of Jarzinka on that pass and disrupted the pass out to Drahoda. There wasn't going to be a whole lot of success in that because no. uh, the defenders were there and snipped that one out. So it's going to be third and ten. They're across midfield. Ball spotted at about the 32-yard line. We'll call it the 33. And Jarzinka will call it out again. Bowling will be to his left. He's got two wide outs to that left, one to the right, and he'll throw it out on the wide receiver screen to Meath. Meath had it and dropped it, and he might not have got a first down, but certainly would have gotten most of what they needed here, and now it's going to be fourth and 11. That's your old typical run before the catch. You need to make sure you have the ball in your hands and secure it and then turn up field and make, make your moves, but now it's going to be well, fourth and long. You'll see that on Friday night. You'll <laughs> see it on Saturday afternoon. You'll see it Sunday as well. <laughs> Absolutely. They'll empty the backfield here for Jarzinka on fourth and 11. They'll go for it, and a bad snap, but he'll step up. He'll throw. He's got a man wide open, and that's Meath. Meath makes the catch, dies from the pylon, and has a touchdown. Oh, my goodness, what a broken play. The snap got out of the hands of Jarzinka, and making his pass route and doing it great into the corner is Trey Meath. 
pass complete and in for the jump for the touchdown. And again, I don't know if that brought the defense up, but dropping the pass had no effect on that play except for the fact that Jarzinka had to collect himself and delivered a strike to a wide-open Meath for a 32-yard touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. So first drive of the game here for Ravenna. We talked about their offense, and they cash in, and now they'll be going for two as Jarzinka will call it out. He calls out the signal, gets the lead block, trying to put his head down, and he is not going to get there. So the try for two is no good. But Ravenna on the board with their very first uh, drive of the game. They lead it 6 to nothing here in Fullerton, and we'll be back with the kickoff right after this. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Well, we have a quick kickoff. It's going to be uh, picked up by uh, Kyle Kanopic. Kanopic will take it out to about the 30-yard line, but there is a flag down on the kickoff, and that'll be a holding penalty here on Fullerton. So that's going to back them up from the 25 back down to about the 15-yard line. So uh, first possession of the game looked pretty good for Ravenna. They did. They moved the ball around, and when they got in some diversity there, you know, right in the backside where they couldn't get moving the ball, fourth down faced them, and... And I think, honestly, with him dropping the ball a little bit in the backfield, got the minds of the defensive backs looking into the backfield and let Meath alone into the corner for the touchdown on the pass. So a, a big conversion on fourth down. And so here will be the second possession of the game here for Fullerton. They trail it 6 nothing, And Houghton is going to hand the ball off on that right wing, just going right off the guard there is going to be T.J. Dubas. And Dubas, who, again, missed the last couple of games because of injury, back in action tonight is going to gain about two and a half. Good hard run. James Myers and Alex Chapa on the on the stop up the middle. And for the year, Ravenna's been pretty good on the middle. Um, Chapa leads that uh, defensive front, and right there, they got a couple, but a good stop. So we'll call it second and eight, and 7.08 to go here in the first quarter. Second possession of the game here for Fullerton. And a beautiful night for football. It feels like football weather here. And they'll hand the ball off deep. Hand off here for Dubas. Dubas on that right side is going to be stopped, I think, short of the first down by Trey Meath. And they'll see whether or not they're going to give him that extra lean. And I think they are not, so he's going to be about a yard short. Nice play call on that. And a good delay there by Dubas to run to the right side. And good def- um, good offense on blocking on the right side to get close to that first down. He leaned the ball across the sticks, but his knees were down first. So we've got about... Maybe a half yard to go here on third down for Fullerton. So we'll give him credit for seven on that one. Make it now third and a very short one. And they're going to go with two tight ends, tight formation, quarterback keeper. It's Houghton going right over the uh, center there and is going to end up gaining about two yards. Hunter Houghton, the uh, head coach's son, 
just a sophomore, but as Coach Houghton told us during the uh, pregame interview, uh, his son's been around football, been watching football since his eyes have been open. I think he has the knowledge of the game at well at hand. Well, they, they talk about it at the, at the kitchen table probably about every night. <laughs> so first and ten here after the quarterback sneak. Houghton will have an eye formation behind him. They'll run a little cross-buck action. Hand off to Dubas. Dubas breaks one tackle. Is able to slip to the outside. And a good open field tackle there. Uh, that's what saves the touchdown. There wasn't anybody behind Braden Mueller if Mueller doesn't make the stop there. Good hard run there. Breaking tackles and get into the second zone of that defense of Ravenna. And luckily Mueller there to get the shoestring tackle. So it'll be now second and seven. And again, Dubas runs hard, so you better hit him low. And that was an absolute perfect tackle there by Ravenna. So good work there. So it'll be second and three. Again, I formation, two tight ends. Long count here for Houghton. Houghton now will hand off and a little bit of penetration, but kind of just scooting through there, almost like a, a river going over the top of a rock, just kind of flowing over the top of it, is going to be T.J. Dubas, and Dubas is going to gain about four, so that'll be enough to move the sticks. That's his sixth carry of the game. So that's your um, prototypical um, smash-mouth football right up the middle. Try to get gain yards, get your first down. Now open it up and try to see if what else can work for you. So the nose of the football is right at midfield. It's on the 40-yard line. So it'll be easy to tell whether or not they get a first down here because obviously they got to get right to the 30. As it's now first and 10, they'll open things up a little bit and run a little counter here from the wing back and not much room to run there at all for John Watovic. And that was good line surge there by Ravenna. It was, and then on the backside, on the, coming on from the far side to the near side was Drew Bowling, who got the tackle right at the line of scrimmage and brings up a big second down and 10. So Watovic's carried the ball twice, and uh, now for negative one yard. He lost one yard earlier, no gain on this play, and it'll be second and ten. And again, good line surge there by the Jays. And we'll see what they do here as Houghton is going to fake the handoff, roll out looking to throw, will throw it in underneath, and it's swatted away at the last minute, and the coaching staff is pumped up thanks to the great <laughs> defensive effort by Cooper Shermer. Shermer blanket is... Offensive uh, receiver there and got his paw right there in front to knock it away, right in front of the coaching staff. Coach Bowling, I thought I saw about three feet on the vertical there. Yeah, it wasn't that much. Oh, okay. But he was excited, and that was, <laughs> that was perfectly timed on that uh, reach out. So third and ten, stops the clock now with 4.25 to go here in the first quarter. Third and ten, nose of the football right at the 40-yard line. And, uh, again, if you're Fullerton, you probably need to have something successful here to even think about going, to, on, going forward on fourth down. Houghton will step in under center. They run the little counter. With it is Dubas. Dubas breaks one tackle, runs into another defender, and is going to gain about five on the play. So he gets half of what they needed here. And now you can think about going forward if you want to from the 35-yard line. Dubas with a great comeback. And he, Mueller for the Blue Jays overran his assignment. Dubas saw that, came back, and got the five yards. So gain of five, good pursuit there. And uh, leading the tackle was Meath. So fourth and five. They're spending a fair amount of time in the huddle discussing this. And uh, they haven't started the countdown just yet, but Fullerton might have to hurry up because here it does come the countdown. And they're going to call a timeout. Yeah, I was thinking that maybe they were going to have to call that timeout because it was taking a little bit too much time there in the huddle for Fullerton to decide what they wanted to do and how they wanted to do it. So 
They call the timeout. Our timeout, of course, is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Fourth and five from the 35 for Fullerton. They trail at 6 nothing to Ravenna when we come back after this. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back. A beautiful night for football. As we mentioned here, the field's in great shape, about 61 degrees, wind about uh, five miles an hour, and uh, just a beautiful night for football. Our field conditions are brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service, delivering success. So fourth and five here, Rich. What do you think they're going to do? Well, they're going to throw that power offensive four you don't see anybody split out, so they're going to try to do something ramp the middle. And they will pitch it, and then the counter here for Dubas. Dubas has a little bit of a seam, runs over one guy. The second tier gets there, and they're going to stop him a yard short. Good backside penetration leading the way there was Alex Chapa came in on that backside, and then he slowed things down enough for Jake Jarzinka to finish the tackle. Yeah, that's, that's known as team pursuit. They came across, Jarzinka followed up, and then also Posota on that stop. That's a big first down 10 for the Blue Jays. So a turnover on down here for Fullerton on their second drive of the game. Fullerton's first possession, they marched right down the field. They did have to have a fourth down conversion. That's when they threw the 32-yard touchdown. They'll empty the backfield here for Jarzinka. He'll throw it off on that left side. Meath with the catch. Meath trying to bounce to the outside, and he's going to be wrapped up by his number mate, Kyle Kanopic. So number three tackles number three for a gain of about five. Playing a little man-to-man, you want to talk about it, out there on the out, our skirts on the on the field on that reception by Meath, using Drahota as a, you know, a blocker right there and try to get it up. And so it's just one-on-one action. You have to try to outplay your defender. And Jarzinka's got to put a little pop on that ball. He's got to speed it up. Otherwise, the timing of that blocking is no good. Jarzinka right. looking to throw a little pump fake. He's going to go deep into coverage. A lot of uh, contact there. Good no call as they are looking for Jack Drahota. But Drahota was blanketed on either side, including Kanopic being with him stride for stride. And one thing that's imperative right now that we're seeing is Ravenna is spreading the field, especially in their formations, trying to get trying to open inside of the formation, so you don't know if they're going to get a pass or a run coming even on misplay direction. It's third and five. They have the ball at about the uh, 36-yard line. Drahota will come across in formation. They'll hand it off to him, and he'll cut to the outside, put his head down, and from our vantage point, and it's right in front of us, it's enough for a first down, so that'll be a gain of six here for Drahota, and that'll move the sticks here for the Jays. Kind of a textbook formation right there, Randy. I mean, they're trying to spread out the Fullerton defense, trying to depend on one-on-one blocking, and they're doing a great job with it. And when you open up those holes, you can get more opportunities and try to get more yards. And again, with that jet sweep, especially at eight-man, it doesn't take you long to get to the outside of the formation, especially when you have the team speed that Ravenna has. And so that's that's a bread-and-butter play here for the Jays. They run the option. Quarterback's going to keep it. Jarzinka right up the middle, puts his head down, and he's going to gain about six as he found a little seam off of the, the, the top of that left guard. Good hard run up the middle with Tovic for the Warriors with the stop. 
He had to come back and try to help on that tackle, and he did. And, you know, the Warriors are just trying to figure out, you know, they're getting spread out. It's one-on-one, and who's going to get through the person quickest make the tackle? Well, Jorjota's averaging six yards per carry. He gets six on this play, and it will set up now second and four. Again, he'll be in that pistol formation running back behind him, and they blow this one dead as soon as they snap it. I don't see a flag down, but they blew it dead as soon as they uh, blew it off. And it's going to be a penalty here on Ravenna. That's going to cost them five yards. It'll be now second and nine. And now I do see the flag. Offsides. Someone lined up in the neutral zone. Somebody with a white helmet. Yep. So there our first error, really, for either team. First penalty, we haven't seen any bottled snaps. Well, we did see the one dropped, but then it turned into a, a 32-yard touchdown after the strike. So let's just say that was by design. Absolutely. But, you know, Certainly worked like it. So far, game plan for Ravenna is working quite well. Second and nine here. They've got to find a way to make up for that five-yard penalty. And they'll have kind of a tighter formation here. Jarzinka's rolling to his left. Pump fake will step up. will throw it late right over the middle. And uh, just sitting in the middle of that zone is going to be Meath. Meath is going to be planted there by Houghton immediately. But they're going to get those five yards back. And it's going to be now third and about four. Trey Meath, big frame, goes up for the pass. I mean... Charzinka had to pump it three times to make sure his receiver, Meath, was wide open, and on the third pump, got the football to him. Jarzinka's three out of six throwing the football. All three catches are by number three, Trey Meath. So he'll be third, and we'll call it, well, we're probably closer to five here, and a little bit of movement by the uh, near end, and that's going to cost him another five yards. So they now move to third and ten. So a minute ten to go here. We uh, stop things in the first quarter. Again, first possession of the game, Ravenna goes in for a touchdown, and now they're hoping to uh, do it on their second possession, but a couple of penalties here makes it third and ten. Without those, you've already moved the sticks. Penalties do not help you. They shoot you in the foot. You don't want to be your own worst enemy, so now you got to clean that out of your head and do a good job on this play. And Jarzenka with pressure coming will roll to his right. He's going to run, get what he can, and what he can do is get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. They brought pressure on the outside, but staying home to, to kind of mirror the quarterback is T.J. Dubas, and Dubas will make the tackle after a gain of only about a yard here for Jarzenka. So fourth and long has been successful the last time they had it because they ended up throwing that 32-yard touchdown pass, and we'll see what they can get done here and whether or not Fullerton wants to bring pressure. They're going to go for it. They're at the 38-yard line, so they've already crossed midfield. Jarzinka calls it out. Bowling comes across the formation, and they'll throw it underneath. It's going to be incomplete. Good timing there as they got the ball to uh, Drahota, and Drahota was hit immediately. Good, clean football hit there, and well-timed, and the pass will fall incomplete. Good job by the sophomore, Isaac Norman, the 155-pound sophomore. Was right there at Rahota's hip, knocked the ball away, and a turnover on downs to the Warriors. Well, both teams have had turnovers on downs their last possession. We've got 14.3 to go here in a rapidly moving first quarter. 6-0 Ravenna. This will be the third possession of the game here for Fullerton and their best starting field position so far in the game. And they'll hand the ball off to the uh, first back, the eye back coming through, and he loses the football. Losing the football there is Witovic, and coming up with it is Ravenna, and I think falling on the ball is Drew Bowling. That's a way, good play by the defense. Got their hands and helmets in there and knocked the ball away from Witovic. 
you know, in the pregame with uh, Coach Bowling talking about it depends on how many are in the box. Well, look on the reverse side. Look how many people are in the box for Ravenna playing defense because no one's spreading out the offense at all for the Warriors. Yeah, and they've only thrown one pass all night tonight, has Fullerton, so Ravenna is not respecting their ability to throw the football. Handoff and looking for some room there is Bowling. Bowling bounces to the outside after being stuffed up the middle, and he's able to gain about eight on the play. That is making a lot of chicken salad out of not much of chicken there. It'll be a gain of nine on the play in the final play of the first quarter. It's 6-0 Ravenna. The Jays, after the turnover, will have it second and one from about the 32 when we return right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Our broadcast booth on the road here in Fullerton, and it's brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. A little option action here. Pitch out for Drew Bowling, and Bowling is going to end up losing about four or five on the play. The timing of that play, Rich, didn't seem like it was. it really went anywhere. I think Jarzinka really slowed up on his option opportunity there. I think he should have just kept it and went upfield with it and taken what he could have got instead of trying to do that and lose a couple yards. Yeah, so it's going to set up now third and we'll call it six here. was a loss of about four on the play. And now Jarzinka will empty the backfield. He's got two wide outs to the right side, which is the short side, and one out here to the left. Grahota comes across in motion. They hand it off to him, and they diagnose that one. And they'll knock him back for another four-yard loss. Good open field tackle there by T.J. Dubas. And you see why Ryan Houghton was so excited to bring Dubas back into the field of play here after being injured the last couple of games. Both receivers on both sides were double-teamed, or if you want to say it's a four-band zone. And on the sweep through, you know, right there, Dubas saw Drahota and brought him down. So short of midfield, it's going to be fourth and uh, ten. And now your quarterback is also your punter, Jake Jarzinka. And Jarzinka is in punt formation. And they'll snap it to him. He'll put the foot into it. It's a high end-over-end kick, and fair catching it is going to be Fullerton. And they muff it. They drop the football, and Drew Bowling is Johnny on the spot, and he comes up with the ball right away. So the muff on the punt because of that backspin, and right there is, is uh, Ravenna to jump on the football. And, he, you know, Sunderup had his hand up there going for a fair catch and just took his eye for a split minute, and the ball went right through his hands, and right there, Bowling. 
with the recovery. And again, with that backspin, that's that's an unusual spin. That's an unusual spin for uh, a punt receiver to have. So a little bit of a break here after the muff. Ravenna will have the ball in great field position as they're already inside the 15-yard line. Jarzinka pressure coming, pump fakes, throws, and it's going to be tipped and incomplete, nearly intercepted on the sideline here by Kyle Kanopic. Playing with some danger there. Jarzinka looking to the left side. He is a lefty as he throws the football, and he had Drahota, but you can't wait and make that split delay because it gave time for the defensive back for the Warriors to make the play. And jump the route, and I'm telling you what, that they if they don't tackle him in the first two steps, they weren't going to tackle him because there wasn't anybody on that side of the field. Kanopic was right in the zone. So it'll be second and 10 here from about the 14-yard line. Drahota comes across in motion. They'll hand him the football. He'll try to cut back to the inside. And that east-west, Fullerton showing uh, pretty good uh, team speed, getting that penetration, getting uh, to the to the sideline over there, and that'll be a gain of only about a half yard. Good interior linebackers moving with the play to the left side. They matched up one-to-one, made a good tackle. Well, if you're Ravenna, you really want to get this good field position, cash in with some points here. They've got it now third and nine from the thirteen. Obviously, four-down territory here as it will be bowling to the right of Jarzinka as he'll call out the signal, and he'll put it in the belly of his running back, and bowling will bounce out inside the 10-yard line down to about the 8. So that certainly makes fourth down very manageable here for Ravenna as it now will be fourth and about four. Good hard run right up the middle, handed right off to bowling. He kept his head down, and he just he bulldozed as much as he can get out of it and now it's going to be a big play for the Blue Jays. It's four yards to get that first down. And they've got to get it just inside the five-yard line. So fourth down and a long four here. And Jarzinka calling out the signal. Bowling is off to his left. Jarzinka rolling this left side as the quarterback keeper. In fact, it's a quarterback sweep. He bounces to the outside, dives toward the pylon, has more than enough for the first down. And check that that was that Meath. was that was Meath in the Wildcat there. Yep. And Meath is going to take it down to about the two yard line. So that'll be a gain of eight. Did you hear that big gasp? Everybody goes, whoa, because Meath kind of hesitated there. And, you know, if you hesitate just a bit, you know, the defenders get a chance to get on you. But he was able to get on the outside and get down too close to the end zone. Well, I was being patient with that. So Meath off that Wildcat play does a great job with the quarterback keeper, if you will, out of the Wildcat. So Jarzinka now, that is number 12, he'll keep it. He'll put his head down. He gets into the end zone, and he'll get in for a two-yard touchdown. So Jarzinka, two-yard drive right up the middle for a five-point spank touchdown to put Ravenna up now 12-0. Good play calling. Coaches are giving them the right tools and the right keys on what they need to do to accomplish, especially down on the short end of the field. And a good run there, hard run by Jarzinka. And this is a good cushion here with a 12-0 lead. So they cash in off the muffed pumble, uh, fumble, and uh, Jarzinka. What's is a fumble? A pu- it's, it's a combination <laughs> of a punt fumble, I guess, which is why they call them up. That's why they have a different word for it. So they're going to go for two here. And we've got a flag thrown by the official that uh, normally would indicate delay a game, and that's exactly the call. So Jarzinka with the two-yard run, and now they're going to need eight yards here to get a two-point conversion. So again, they've they've 
now had three five-yard penalties, basically illegal procedure each time, or at least a version of it, if you will. Delay a game is kind of like that. So they'll move the ball back out to the eight. And Jarzinka looks over to the sideline. Two wideouts to the right. And now uh, Drahota will run across. They'll throw it in underneath the Meath. Meeks makes one-man miss, and he'll get the pylon for the two-point conversion. Good open field move there by uh, Meath in space to be able to slip through there. So the pass with the two-point conversion is good. And it's now 14 to nothing. Ravenna has the lead here in Fullerton with 8.57 to go in the second quarter. We'll return to Fullerton right after this. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Kick off the Kyle Kanopic. Kanopic goes right up the middle. Nice little spin move, but then wrapping him up is going to be Trey Meath. And again, uh, that's, a, that's a good, solid, hard return right up the middle that's going to put Fullerton in pretty good field position here. First and 10 from the 32, but they trail it 14 to nothing because of the uh, fumble, uh, the muffed punt a little bit ago by the, uh, by the Warriors. Turnovers do not help you. And, you know, right now, the Warriors had good things happening, running the football hard with Dubas. Let's see what they can do here with this, these series of downs. But they stub their toe there with the fumble, and they'll hand the ball off on that left side. Dubas, Dubas, running hard, puts his head down, runs over a Blue Jay, and he'll gain about five on the play. And Dubas seems like one of those kids that, as the game goes on, will be running harder and harder and be stronger and stronger. At 185 pounds, he's got a bit of a size advantage on most of the Blue Jays that would be standing in his way. He's a good young running back. He hits the hole hard, and he hits you hard. He hits you hard, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he's going to hit it, and he's going to run and try to get a couple extra yards after the hit. So a gain of about five on the play. He'll be in the I formation here as Houghton will call out the signals. And they'll hand it off to him. He'll go right up the middle, bounce off that guard, slip through one tackle, and holding on for dear life is going to be Jake Jarzinka. And Jarzinka will be drugged for a couple of yards. And then uh, help will then come after a gain of about 10 on the play. And, again, great effort there for Jarzinka. Otherwise, we're lining up for an extra point. If the initial attack by the Blue Jays are not going to get him at the line, you're not going to get Dubas in the backfield. I mean, he is a nice hard runner even when he gets past the line of scrimmage. Well, we heard good things about him, and he certainly is showing through. He got hurt the very first series of the first game of the year. He'll run a counter here, bounce to the outside, down that sideline, runs through one defender, and then the Blue Jays were able to close that, and that's still going to be a nice gain of about eight on the play. That's his 11th carry of the game. Nice play to bounce it out there, but the guy that gets him is the guy that's on the ball when they snap the ball, and that's Alex Chapa, the senior. 
good hustle to get it out to the sideline to make that tackle and stop. And right now, the Blue Jays need to hunker down and try to get their feet in the dirt and make a stop. Well, Dubas's last three carries, 5, 10, and 7 yards, so they're now going to split things out. And you notice they're winding up the offense a little bit for Fullerton. And he's not in the backfield as they'll hand the ball off to Wotovic, and Wotovic will lean forward close to a first down, but he's going to be short. He'll gain about two, and we'll still need about two. Nice hard run there by Wotovic, and good stop by the Blue Jays. Got around the legs to hold him back, but this will be an important third down and short two. Yeah, about a yard and a half. We'll call it two. 6.40 to go here before halftime, and, of course, coming up at halftime will be the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. And we know how they're looking forward to maybe better numbers for the Jays here. They're already up 14-0. Long count here for Houghton, and they'll hand the ball off. And hit in the backfield is going to be Dubas. Dubas is going to drag the pile forward. I think he's short of the first down. He's going to get maybe a yard, maybe even a yard and a half. And it's going to be fourth and very manageable here for Fullerton. Good job by Braden Mueller. He penetrated the hole, hit Dubas straight on, and... Good hold there for the fourth down. I'm predicting number six will be handed the football here out of the I formation. You know, we're inside of six minutes to go in the second quarter, so we're midway through our second quarter. And uh, Hunter Houghton goes over and talks to his dad. So he gets the play from the head coach. And it will be fourth and one here. And they won't go I formation, but Dubas is in the backfield, and they're going to call a timeout. Houghton didn't like the way that that was lining up. So he'll burn the second timeout for the Warriors here uh, in the football game in the first half here. They'll call timeout with 5.45 to go. Fourth and one from the 25 for the Warriors when we come back right after this. For many people, August, September, and October are the best months for boating. The lake water is warm, the fish are biting, and the water levels are up. But what would make boating even better would be a weekend of boating on Buzz's Marine. Head to Buzz's Marine today to get all the details. And while you're there, check out Buzz's huge inventory of new and pre-owned boats. Factory rebates and low APR financing are available. That's Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney, and online at buzzesmarine.com. Get you updated on a few scores. Carney High at home is leading 17-0 over the Omaha Benson Bunnies. Third-ranked Grand Island at home, 17-0 over Lincoln North Star in Class A. In Class C1, number seven Ord is taking it to number nine Adams Central right now, 21 to nothing. That game is over on KHAS Radio and over on KXPN Radio. Number 10, Carney Catholic, still tied at zero with Minden as they're in the second quarter. Interesting with Dubas on the split out. So they got him split out, and Houghton is going to keep it with the quarterback keeper. He's just going to follow his uh, left guard and, and uh, uh, get it behind the center, and is going to gain about a yard and a half. That's more than enough for Fullerton to move the sticks. Good block by Elijah Norman, and his quarterback, Houghton, just followed him to the left side and got that first down. Used Dubas as kind of a decoy on the outside. And well, you got to respect that, obviously. You, you absolutely do. But again, he's your strongest running at work, so don't yep. complain here. But he's your best runner, and he's going to run the counter here. They hand it off to him, and right now Ravenna is really concentrating on him, and he's going to gain maybe about two yards. There was a lot of white hats right at the point of attack, and the tackle was led there by uh, uh, Braden Miller. Braden Mueller. Gain of one. But good team tackling. 
I mean, Dubas got the ball on a good handoff in the backfield and made as much as he can get out of it, but Ravenna was right there for the stop. Well, you had guys like uh, like Jarzinka that came up there, ate one of the blockers, you know, and yep. and the, the last guy that got him there was, uh, was Mueller. But you're right, it was a good team effort. So it'll be second, and we'll call it nine. Houghton will step in under center, and he'll stop that foot. Watovic will come across the formation. And they're going to look to throw. They no to lay draw and wide open is going to be Dubas. Dubas goes right up the middle and will go in 21 yards for the score. Nice design play. Really faked out the defense. The def- defense, especially the defensive backs. They went a lane and all of a sudden a quick handoff and right up the middle, wide open touchdown. And again, uh, just a good delay there. That was that was good. Uh, discipline to wait a little bit to move there by Dubas, who saw that hole opening up. And now two-point conversion, very important here for Fullerton. Quarterback, they'll snap it to Dubas. Dubas will play Wildcat, and uh, they lose the football on the way in, so the try for two is going to be no good. So a five-point bank touchdown here for Dubas makes your score 14-6. to six. Fullerton cutting into Ravenna's lead, but the Blue Jays will get the ball back up by eight when we return right after this. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. Again, Fullerton a little short-staffed. Yes, they got T.J. Dubas back, but uh, James uh, uh, Lesek uh, hurt his shoulder, will miss the next couple of games. He'd been one of their top players in the game uh, on the season, and so uh, he is out for the next couple of weeks here for Fullerton. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location near you. That's Lake Sock. I said it wrong a moment Lake ago. Sock, you got it. Kickoff. Is going to bounce, and it will be picked up, and they're going to let it roll into the end zone, so that will be a touchback. And a good thing it rolled in about two yards deep in the end zone. If that would have died about three yards uh, sooner, uh, that would not have been a great situation for Jack Drahota to be in. You know, James Lasock that you were just talking about, he leads tackling for the Fullerton Warriors, and when you have him out of the lineup and not having him making those tackles, it, it does hurt a team. Well, again, Dubas has been able to kind of pick up a little bit of that slack for him, but again, he's just got a nose for the football. And they'll hand the ball off right up to bowling. There's a flag down about where you had the uh, tackle, but there was also a block going on there, so we'll see whether or not this is a hold. To me, the way that flag was thrown and when it was thrown, I think it's the hold and not on the tackle. We'll see what the white hat has to indicate here, and that is going to be a penalty here against Ravenna. Hands to the face and not a hold, I think. In any event, it'll be a penalty. Minden up over Carney Catholic now, 14 to nothing. They're in the second quarter. That game over on KXPN Radio. So the Whippets, a little surprising. And they scored those 14 points awful quick, Rich. So that penalty is going to back them up about five yards. So it'll be first and 15 here. Spot foul, but it was five yards upfield when that 10-yard penalty occurred. So we'll repeat first down here, but Jay's heading in the wrong direction after giving up the first score of the game here for Fullerton. Hand off to Meath. Meath will cut back in. There's a flag down. Meath bounces to the outside, 
And he's going to end up near the original line of scrimmage. I thought I saw a flag down, but now I don't see it on the field. Try to get a few yards here. Try to get some momentum going. And try to get yourself under composure and get back to your game plan. So gain of four. There is no flag. I don't know what it was I saw out of the corner of my eye there, but... Good news here for Ravenna. It'll be second and 11. What's good for Fullerton is Dubas is getting all this rest on the sideline. Jarzinka will call out the signal. Empties the backfield. He's looking to throw. He's got a man and throws a little bit too high, and Meath can't pull down the rebound. Now falling complete. You know, to play along with that, you know, the, the two guys calling the plays for the Blue Jays are the two basketball coaches. That's so, why I said pull down the rebound. So pull down the rebound. It, they're, they're always... Scheming, trying to figure out the right plays. and I mean, you can take a little basketball knowledge over into football. That's what Habe and Molesby do a little bit, and they kind of spread it out. So this would be a big play here, third down and a long, well, short 12. To say Ravenna is known for their basketball would be like saying Wisconsin's known for cheese. You know, I mean, it is a given. So Jarzinka will have Meath come across in motion. They give it to Meath. Meath is going to throw. He airs it out. It's up there high. It's a jump ball, and it's going to be intercepted. And the tackle going to be made by Drahoda at about the 28-yard line. Yes, it was intercepted, but that was third and long, and it's not a bad punt. I'm looking for the uh, sunshine here a little bit, but the pass is going to be intercepted. And that play took a lot of time to come together. And when you put the ball up there, it had a lot of hang time. You got a lot of defenders underneath it to make the opportunity to play a good play on the football, and that's what happened. But it was a kind of a long situation. And, again, I'm trying to find the silver lining here. That ball was thrown pretty deep. The ball's down to the 29-yard line. If they punt, you probably wouldn't. You're, make, you're making the catch or you're making yeah. the punt. Yeah. It's, it's, about the, it's about the same distance here. But it does give a little bit of momentum. There's a little bit of swagger here in the Warriors now after scoring their last possession. They'll hand off to Dubas, and Dubas trying to bounce to the outside. And that time, that team speed for Ravenna has the answer, and there will be a gain only of about one on the play. 206-pound senior Alex Chapa quickly to the right side, took on Dubas and got the tackle. Dubas, a hard runner, keeps on being the workhorse out there. And doing that, uh, you know, fullback trap right up to the left side and just didn't get much there. And again, Chapo, 5'5". And I mention that only because that's that low center of gravity. I mean, he wins a lot of battles with guys that are bigger than him because he knows how to use that positioning and he stays nice and low. So eye formation here. Dubas is in the eye, and they'll hand the ball off to him. He'll try to get the edge. Cuts back through the middle, and he's going to be all by himself. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. That'll be a touchdown that will cover 50 yards on the handoff. And right through the seam, he hit that hole very quickly, got into the backfield, and we're a two-point conversion away from being tied. And it's just a slight delay in the backfield. He kind of moves to the left to like for a pitch, but comes back, takes the handoff, and found the hole, and up the right side of the field he goes for the touchdown. So, again, T.J. Dubas with a 50-yard, five-points-bank touchdown, and the all-important two-point conversion here to see whether or not we're tied or whether or not Ravenna will hold on to the lead. But 12 straight points here for Fullerton, and we have a stoppage, the official is uh, blowing the whistle for, I think, some sort of equipment issue here. And now they'll call it out. They're going to go a little wildcat themselves here as calling out the signals is Dubas. Dubas is going to keep it. Dubas tucks in underneath, and he's got the two-point conversion. 
So T.J. Dubas with a 50-yard run, and then he follows it with the two-point conversion. And just like that, 14 straight points for Fullerton, and we are tied at 14 with 2.36 to go here in the second quarter. It'll be kicking it off over here to the Blue Jays when we come back right after this. Are you ready for some football? Uh, let's get ready to rumble. They try Mazer up the middle. He's got a big hole. 35, 40, cuts outside. If he's got the speed, he can go. 40, 30. Miko Mazer has put this football game away. Here's a quick middle. Wilman blocked. Ace block. Shundop. Blue Hills headed to state. Touchdown, John Rouse from 42 yards away. Don't miss any of the action at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Well, the second quarter has belonged to Fullerton here. They've scored 14 straight points, and with 2.36 to go here before halftime, they've been able to deadlock things here with the Blue Jays, who were in the verge of really kind of getting comfortable, but that's no longer true as we're tied. And a low kick going to be picked up here by Ravenna, and coming up right up the middle is going to be the Jays. And really, by the time uh, uh, Braden Mueller came up with the football, the timing of that was off and just lucky not to get pasted into next week. If you don't snag it clean and you have to fumble with the football on the back and try to look up, boom, they're right on you, and you're not going to get far, and that's what happened right there on that kick return. Well, that was a line drive kick. That was not easy to handle at all, and it hit him right at the shoe tops. Yeah, it was a little knuckleball. And Jarzinka is going to call it out. He'll throw the pass over here to Drahota. Drahota lost the football. They're going to say it's incomplete. They blew a whistle. I heard a whistle, and they're blowing it incomplete. Absolutely. Now, from our standpoint, I understand why some of the crowd is going, whoa, whoa, whoa. But obviously, the white hat, the referee, saw that the ball was not even, he didn't have control of it, and the ball fell out. I think it was in his hands, but he hadn't controlled it. It was bobbling it just a little bit. The bobble got him. Well, that's better than the fumble, because the fumble was going to be picked up, scooped uh, for a score. So as it is, it'll be uh, second and ten. And again, momentum on the side here at Fullerton as they've been able to tie things up at 14. Empty backfield for Jarzinka. Man coming across in motion is going to be uh, bowling, and Jarzinka's going to keep it, outrun one offensive lineman to go off that left side, and then he lost the football. He had it pulled out of his hand on the way down. He'll gain about three, but he'll lose the football. Give credit to number 15, Isaac Norman. He was hit. Did Jarzinka, but Norman got his hand in there, stripped him of the football, recovered by the Warriors. So 2.17 to go here for Fullerton. They've used two timeouts already, so they only have one left. But really, I don't think time is much of an issue uh, right now as long as you hurry. Because most scoring drives, especially if they're only going to go 20 yards, it's going to take you less than two minutes to get that done generally. I formation. Lead blocker here for Fullerton is going to be with Tovic, and they'll hand the ball off to Dubas. Dubas with a flag down, bounces to the outside, and has it into the end zone for a touchdown. But there is a flag down right at the point of attack, and that's got to be a hold, doesn't it? The white hat says personal foul, hit to the face on Ravenna, and so that will be a 20-yard score that will stay. The penalty is actually against Ravenna. I didn't see it, Randy. I didn't see it either way. I mean, we're not there, but, uh, but you know, here's the deal. Give the credit to the offensive line for Fullerton. What a line surge to get a hole wide open for the running back, Dubas, in for the touchdown from 20 out. And Watovic with a good lead block there, too, because there was a linebacker in that area that was erased there by Watovic. So they're having a discussion here because I think if uh, 
Fullerton wants to, they could take this half the distance to the goal and make uh, the try for two from uh, a yard and a half out, and that's exactly what they're going to do. They move the ball half the distance because of the penalty on Ravenna on the touchdown. And so a one-play drive that covers 20 yards. And now, again, Dubas will play quarterback here in the Wildcat, if you will. He'll bring across the man, will run to the right side, and he'll pitch the ball to the left side, and Wotovic is down short of the goal line, but there is a flag down. And I think this is on the offense. That just kind of looked awkward. And it's going to be hands to the face here against Fullerton. Of course, Ravenna will decline that penalty. The try for two will be no good. But 20 straight points are for Fullerton. They cash in on the fumble. And now, for the first time, the Warriors lead Ravenna by a score of 20-14. to 2-11 to go here in the second quarter. We'll have a kickoff right after this. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Well, his third touchdown of the night for T.J. Dubas, his five-points-bank touchdown, makes it 20-14. to 14. And uh, my, how the worm has turned here a little bit for Ravenna. They look like they were in great shape, and now they've given up three straight touchdown drives here for Fullerton. Low line drive kick. It's going to go through the hands of the uh, up back there, Mueller, and picked up by Drahoda. And Drahoda, after he gets across the 15-yard line, is going to be smacked to the turf there by Connor Sandro. Once again, the old knuckleball kickoff, and it gets down and through the wickets and Mueller, and then they have to play catch-up, and, and you don't get much of a good run back on a play like that with the kick. Well, with one of those balls coming at you like that, if you were playing baseball, you'd say drop a knee, but if you do that, then you're down right where you are Correct. in football. So it, it can easily get through your, uh, your hands and then your legs that way. So first and 10 here for Ravenna. They've got it at about the 16-yard line. Bowling comes across the formation. They'll hand off the ball to him. He'll try to get the edge, and he'll be forced out of bounds on that left sideline after a gain of about three. Just a little step behind a little bit. Bowling just got to get more speed and around the corner, but right there it was a great play by Elijah Norman. He was waiting for him in the outskirts on the outside to make that stop. So that will stop the clock with a minute 59 to go. Ravenna still has all three of their timeouts left. And so that has the potential extending time here a little bit. But if they want to get in some points before halftime, they're probably going to have to come up with at least one big play here. Jarzinka will call out the signal. Bowling is behind him. So they're going out of the pistol here. Pitch out for Bowling. And there's a lot of red jerseys out there. He'll bounce to the outside. And he'll take it across the 20-yard line out to about the 22. So that'll be a gain of about five. Make something out of nothing. That is what Drew Bowling did on the outside on the scooter round. A great pursuit by the Fulton Warriors. They're getting to the outside and to the position to make a tackle, but Bowling making an initial, another final effort to get around the outside, at least to get five on the play. Well, a big third and four here because as hot as Fullerton's been, you don't want to give them the football right now. 
Remember, Ravenna deferred to their choice for the second half, so they'll get the football to start the third quarter. So if they can score here, well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Drahota leading the uh, sweep here. He'll cut back to the inside, and he will have enough for the first down. Good call there. Gain of five there for Jake Drahota. That is vintage Drahota right there. You saw how he hit the hole quick and didn't, didn't um, soft step it into the line and find that hole. He hit it, boom, up he went and got the first down. They stopped the clock to move the chains. Minute 45 to go here. Our chain gang brought to you, of course, by, well, another chain gang, Carney Towing and Repair. So first and 10, minute 35, three timeouts left. They empty the backfield. Jarzinka can call it out. And Bowling will come across in motion. They fake the handoff to him. Jarzinka's looking to throw. Double coverage out there for Meath, and it is a joint catch, I believe. It's a joint catch, and I believe that's Ravenna Ball. They haven't indicated yet. Meath and the defender both had their hands on it. That's that's a mutual ball, and they're saying that it's Fullerton's. Now, again, initially it looked like Fullerton came up with it. Then Meath got his hands on it, and then the wrestling match in underneath... They're going to say it's Ravenna Ball. If Meath, and again, you can catch it in the air. You haven't landed. You don't own the football yet if you're Fullerton. Fullerton came up out of the pile with it. They celebrated, and it's going to be first and ten here for Ravenna, I believe. In my vision. The, the chain gang is like both of them. Which direction are we going? But you know, it is going to be Ravenna football. I'm using a baseball analogy. Tie goes to the runner type thing. you got two guys on the ball, and you both come down simultaneously with the ball. And there's no change of possession. Usually it does go to the offense. Well, give credit to uh, Trey Meath. Those strong hands helped him pull in that reception and keeps this drive alive. Hand off to Drahota. To Drahota down the sideline. Breaks one tackle. Puts his head down. Bowls into about the 15, down to the 10-yard line. That'll be a 15-yard run here for Drahota. What a great run. Chris Sensing for Fullerton had him in his sights, and Drahota made one heck of a cut around him. And there's a penalty on the play, and this is going to bring it back. Oh, that's going to negate a hard 15-yard gain here and back up the Blue Jays. Well, Meath with the play of the game so far because you didn't really want to give Fullerton the ball back with a, a, a minute left. You want to get points here, but that holding penalty is going to back him up about eight yards to the original line of scrimmage. So it will be first, and we'll call it 18. Instead of being at the 10-yard line, the ball now is spotted at the 32. Clocks are running here. They've got three timeouts left. And I have a feeling we're going to start burning some timeouts after this play, depending on what happens, of course. Jarzenka, long count. Man in motion. Fake the handoff to Dehoda. Throws it in underneath the meat. Meath with a stiff arm. Meath gets that sideline, makes another man miss, and then the backside help will come and grab him and throw him out of bounds with 25 seconds to go. Now you're going to get creative with the passing game in some regard with about 25 set ticks here on the clock until halftime. But as you said, you got three timeouts. It's a misdirection, you know. You can run the ball here if you, you think that they're. If you can think if the if the draw is going to pull them in. You can run the ball. You can throw the middle of the field with those three timeouts left. You've got plenty of time. So second and nine. They empty the backfield. Jarzinka looking to throw. He'll throw the ball out, and it's going to be uh, caught down to about the 15-yard uh, line, and a timeout immediately. Another catch here by Meath, and they'll stop the clock now with 18.2 to go here before halftime, and they'll move the sticks. It'll be first and 10 here for the Jays. 
at about the 14-yard line. They're going to use the workhorse, and Trey Meath trying to find the open holes in this Fullerton Warrior defense. Good misdirection in the backfield on that play. Meath making a good route to the left side, and Tarzika saw him and put the ball in the money. Our timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. So still, as we mentioned, uh, two timeouts left here for Ravenna. Kind of an interesting dynamic, you know, with Ravenna. This is start of district play. The Blue Jays, who are not eligible for the uh, postseason, are taking these games one game at a time, putting it all out in the field because they know the ultimate at the end. But yeah, what a good bunch of kids. They understand the situation. This is the best setup that the coaches thought that, that for the program to go and be with the eight man on the numbers that they have, and it's it's paid off pretty well. It would be difficult with the number of players they have to play 11-man football, and they're having some success with uh, the eight-man game, rated number eight in the state, but mm-hmm. as you mentioned, are ineligible for postseason play. So their eight regular season games, they're all playoff games. Now that's exactly. all they can do is go 8-0. And, and that's their goal. That's, that's what they're trying and, to do. And so far, they're down by six here with 18 seconds to go. It'll be first and ten. Jarzinka running the option. He's going to pitch it out to Bowling. Bowling will cut back to the inside, get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. And a timeout being taken here by Ravenna. Ten seconds to go. It'll be second and ten from the 15. They trail it 20-14. to 14. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with the final 10.3 with the Jays down by six when we come back to Fullerton right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value long. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Well, not much time left here before halftime. 20 to 14 as our score. And again, uh, you, you run plays because that's the plays that you have and it sets up other stuff. But that, that counteraction going east and west, Fullerton has shown enough team speed that that has not been real effective here in the second quarter. And we'll see what they get done here, I assume, with the passing game for Ravenna. They can run the ball. They still have timeout left. They don't have to worry about that. It isn't the issue of the clock as much as it is uh, it's third and nine at the 14. No, the Warriors are penetrating the gaps. They're getting out, outside and trying to contain the Blue Jays, and they're doing a pretty good job in doing that. Now the Blue Jays, if they hit the hole hard and get there, things could happen. Well, they've got time for two plays with 10 points to three to go. Jarzinka drops back the pass. He's going to scramble. He throws it late, and it's going to be tipped and incomplete with 4.6 to go. And Jarzinka, fortunate to get that off. He almost was sacked. Now, again, they still would have had time, but the ball would have been back at the 25-yard line. Kind of dangerous there, throwing it up for grabs. A lot of red in the area, and you're hoping that your receiver can make a play on it. Yeah. And and your chances there, your percentages go way down. So this is it right here until half, and hopefully. But if it's intercepted in the end zone, it ends the drive. If he gets sacked at the 25-yard line, it ends the drive. Correct. You know, so Correct. a jump ball there is not a bad sign. 4.6 to go, and Ravenna is going to talk about it. So they'll take a quick timeout here with 4.6 to go. Again, our timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll keep it right here for the final 4.6 seconds, and we'll remind you that coming up in just a few moments will be the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. And uh, the, the numbers... 
First, about quarter and a half really favored Ravenna. Well, a couple of big rushes here by Dubas for Fullerton, and that's changed. Some momentum swings, obviously, as you said. When the Warriors got things going, got the confidence behind him, and had some two, a couple big plays, and they got those good scores and made it more of a competitive game and gave the Fullerton Warriors, you know, hey, open their eyes, say, hey, we're doing pretty well. But, you know, for Ravenna here, be happy with this last drive. It's been a good drive since they've had this last possession, and he just got to keep and try and knock it and punch it in. But again, if they punch it in, they get a touchdown here on third and nine with 4.6 to go, then you get the next kickoff. That's right. You know, that more likely this will be the final play of the half. Now, it's conceivable that they could get a first down with a tick left on the clock, but that'd be awfully tough. So it's going to be third and nine from the 14. They're pretty much going to need all 14 yards here. Jarzinka fakes the handoff, throws it. He's got a man out in the corner, and it's going to be underthrown and incomplete, and there's no time left on the clock. It was underthrown just a little bit on that far sideline, and it will fall incomplete, and that will end it. Trying to connect with Drahota, and the clock expires as the ball hits the turf. So we head to locker rooms. Ravenna can't score late, so they trail heading into our halftime. Our score here in Fullerton, it's the Warriors 20 and Ravenna 14. We'll step away for a moment, be back with the uh, Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We're here at halftime. Our score is uh, 20 to 14. And how did we get here? Well, the very first drive of the game, Jake Jarzinka connects with uh, uh, Trey Meath on fourth down. 32-yard touchdown on 4th and 11. That made it 6 to nothing. The try for 2 was no good. And then with 8.57 to go in the second quarter, this time after the muffed punt, Jarzinka was able to uh, run it in from 2 yards out. The 2-point conversion from Jarzinka to Meath for 2, that made it 14 to nothing. But then after that, Fullerton scores 3 straight touchdowns. They got T.J. Dubas to get red hot. He runs in from 21 yards out to make it 14-6 to with 4.39 to go. And then right after that, their very next possession, 
Uh, Dubas then again, this time with a 50-yard run. He also runs in the two-point conversion, and we're tied at 14. And then uh, right after that, a fumble about two plays in was picked up by Fullerton, gave the short field back to Fullerton, and uh, Dubas this time rushes from 20 yards out. And the try for two, no good. It's 20-14 to 14 at that point, and that is our halftime score. That's our scoring wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Randy Bushcutter. And Rich Broderson here with you. And, and, and Rich, uh, the Jays have to find some way to get a little bit of momentum back. And they will. I mean, they're, they are a seasoned team. They're, they've had success. They know that, you know, this is a little different territory for them. I, they saw that they, they came back from behind when they took on Osceola High Plains. Um, it, you know, one good half of football. Both teams had some positives and negatives, but I think they bounced back. And as, like I said, at the end of that half, you saw the ball being moved by the Ravenna Blue Jays. So I think they just need to reset themselves on both sides of the football, both for the Warriors and the Blue Jays, and we're going to have a pretty good second half, Randy. So big rushing uh, night here so far for T.J. Dubas, who has about 150 yards rushing. We'll check those numbers. Also give you some halftime scores for you from around the state. When we continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, we'll check the numbers right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here in Fullerton. Our score, 20-14. to 14. Let's give you some halftime numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Fullerton. Their offense has been centered on T.J. Dubas. He's carried the ball 17 times for an even 150 yards. He had 70 yards on his last two carries uh, and also throw in a 21-yard touchdown. So he's got a 21-yard touchdown, a 20-yard touchdown, and a 50-yard touchdown. So 90 one of his 150 yards have been touchdown runs for Fullerton, all of them in the second quarter here. Uh, John Witovic has carried the ball four times for four yards. Hunter Houghton has two carries for 
four yards. Both of those were quarterback sneaks that did get first downs for him. So 158 yards of total offense because Houghton did throw the ball one time, but that pass was incomplete. So all 158 yards for Fullerton were on the ground and 150 of those from T.J. Dubas. Here for Ravenna, Trey Meath has carried the ball three times for 13 yards. Drew Balling has nine carries for 37 yards. Uh, Jake Jarzinka, I didn't tell, yeah, Jake Jarzinka has six carries for 24 yards, and Jake Drahota has carried the ball five times for 13 yards. So 23 carries for 87 yards rushing for Ravenna. Jake Jarzinka is uh, six out of 14 for 98 yards. We did have another pass attempt by Drew Bowling that fell incomplete, but 98 yards in the air. Put that together with the 87 yards on the ground. That's 185 yards of total offense here for Ravenna. So they actually have the uh, edge. Uh, Both teams have turned the ball over uh, one time. Both have been able to turn them into points. After the muff, Ravenna got the touchdown. Then after the fumble, that was the uh, go-ahead score here for Fullerton, and they lead it here at intermission 20-14. to 14. you got two very good teams, and these two teams, are, they know adversity, and they know how to bounce back and go. I mean, if you look at it, they're losing their best tackler is the Warriors. Yep. The shock is, is out for this football game, bringing in Dubas, who's been gone for the last couple of plays, and he's their workhorse. As you said, he's had most of their carries, and he's been running the ball, and he had two big plays that got you know a lot of his yardage. But you know what? Don't hold Ravenna back. I mean, Ravenna, got to go back to what has been working for you all year long, yep. and that's their speed and their outside game and misdirection, and just keep working at it because you're going to wear down a team and an opponent. I mean, you, you look at Osceola High plays when I watch that game. Both these teams played them. They know the speed is a very important factor that they go up against. And, you know, it's going to be a, to the end, I think, to the wire in this game, whoever is um, not turning the ball over, mm-hmm. who's not making the stupid penalties, is going to probably be coming on top of being winning this football game. Well, and one advantage I would say that Fullerton has is Dubas with that, with that bigger frame. They tends to be the kind of running back that will get more and more yards as the game goes on. But again, uh, for the most part, Ravenna's been kind of caged in offensively. They haven't had those big plays, and you got to think at any moment that's going to happen. So we'll see who comes up with the big plays, whether or not Fullerton's able to wear Ravenna down or whether or not Ravenna, it, which I kind of think, they're being held down and just haven't been able to get that extra yard. If they can get that extra little space, they'll outrun and get some big plays. They're going to need some big plays in the second half. Well, that that offensive line surge by Fullerton, they are some big kids on the line. and take and It's a work cut out for Chapa and Pesota and the crew on the line, along with Becky. They need to hold their own and try to hold up that first initial hit. And so you doesn't have to get him in the backfield, and then all of a sudden you got Jarzinka and Mueller and all those guys trying to make the first tackle. Yeah, if uh, if that's your first, if they get into the uh, secondary free, if if Dubas is able to do that, that's that's not good news. So Correct. again. The battle always is up front, and uh, so far Ravenna has done a pretty good job of that, and we'll see whether or not they can improve on it here in the second half. Once again, our halftime score, it is Fullerton at home leading Ravenna 20-14. to We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll check scores from around the area and around the state. We'll be returned right after this. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. 
New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. And let's check some scores here. Again, we're at halftime in Fullerton, where the Blue Jays have a little work ahead of them. Ravenna trailing here in Fullerton by a score of 20 to 14. Let's check scores from around the area. Number nine, Carney High, has a 23 nothing lead over Omaha Benson. That game is in the second quarter. Also in the second quarter, third-ranked Grand Island with a 31-7 lead over North Star. In Class B, Hastings is leading number 10, Crete, by a score of 24 to nothing. That game is on KICS Radio. Seventh-ranked Grand Island Northwest is trailing number five Seward in Seward, 27 to 21. That game's in the second quarter. Northwest just had, wow, what a what a tough schedule they've had so far. Second-ranked McCook with a 27 to six lead over Lexington. They're in the second quarter. Fourth-ranked York with a 44 to nothing, excuse me, 44 to seven lead against Beatrice. They're in the second quarter, so they're poised to have a running clock in the second half. Seventh-ranked Ord with a 24 nothing lead over number nine Adams Central. That game is on KHAS Radio and over on KXPN Radio. Tenth-ranked Carney Catholic is trailing in Minden by a score of 14 to nothing. That game is in the second quarter. Elsewhere in C1, Milford has a 7-6 lead over Central City in the second quarter. At halftime in Holdridge, it's Kozad with a 21-7 lead over the Dusters. Fairbury's being shut out in Aurora by the top-ranked Huskies. It's 35 to nothing there, so they're poised to have a running clock in the second half. Gothenburg at home has a 37-14 lead over O'Neill. That game is in the fourth quarter. That had an earlier start to the evening. In Class C2, number 8 Donovan Trumbull being shut out in Sutton. The number four Mustangs have a 16 to nothing lead. That game is at halftime over on the breeze, KLIQ 94.5. Also at halftime, Grand Island Central Catholic leads in Centura 10 to 7 at the break. It is a final. Gibbon loses at uh, to Bridgeport by a final of 22 to 20. The final in that one. St. Cecilia has a 14 to nothing lead at Sandy Creek there in the second quarter. Also at halftime, Wood River being shut out at home by St. Paul, 6 to nothing. And it's a final, Southern Valley, 14 to nothing over Gordon Rushville. That's in Class C2. In D1, number eight, Ravenna, here in Fullerton, is trailing it 14 to 20 at halftime. Number nine, Ansley Litchfield, uh, is uh, being thumped right now in Amherst. The Broncos with a 40-8 to lead. Again, that game is at halftime. Number six, South Loop, has a 14-8 to lead over Arcadia Loop City. That is also at halftime. Number four, Burtwell, with a 21-14 to lead over Elm Creek. That game's in the second quarter. Those two schools have had a great football rivalry over the past five or six years or so. Shelton 
is uh, they lose to Nebraska Christian 48-22. That is a final. At halftime, Bruning Davenport Shickley has a 34-12 lead over Southern. Cambridge loses to Arapaho, a final of 36-34. Arapaho will hand Cambridge a loss, and it's Dundee County Stratton is uh, leading in Alma, 22 to nothing. That game is in the second quarter. In Class D2, a game heard earlier here on KKPR. It was Axtell losing their homecoming game in the afternoon to number eight Kennesaw. Kennesaw with a 66 to 20 win against the Wildcats. At halftime, Bertrand is shutting out Loomis 46 to nothing in that rivalry. Also at halftime, Medicine Valley leads Maxwell 38 to 8. It's a final Overton 68 to 12 over Pleasanton and Selma Myrna had a 40 to 34 win over Elwood. That's a final. And also at halftime, uh, Blue Hill at home is shutting out shooting down the Franklin Flyers 42 to nothing. Again, that game is at halftime in six-man action. Stapleton, McPherson County, and Eustace Farnham just getting underway. Uh, first quarter, haven't heard a score on that yet. Heartland Lutheran defeats Hampton by a count of 51 to nothing. And uh, we've got some other scores that we'll, we haven't heard on yet. We haven't heard about Harvard against Lewiston and second-ranked Wilcox-Hildreth uh, taking on Maywood Hay Center. Don't forget, of course, we'll have those scores for you, plus a whole lot more coming up on our Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. We'll have that for you after our post game here between Ravenna and Fullerton. Once again, our halftime score, it is Fullerton with a 20-14 lead, but it will be Ravenna receiving the second-half kickoff when we return to Fullerton right after this timeout. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defomer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. Again, you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. And again, a great opportunity here for Ravenna to assert their will. I always think the first uh, drive of the second half is arguably the most important game in and game out. And that football is going to belong here to Ravenna. And if they can march right down the field like they did their first possession, of the first half, they can uh, start to reassert themselves in this football game. I got a feeling we're going to see a good second half here. Got two good teams, 2-1 and one Fullerton, 3-0 and oh Ravenna. 
both being tested here. And Ravenna gets the first opportunity to move the ball and see what to get the momentum going their way. So they'll step up for the kickoff. And again, that knuckleball has been giving them some problems. This time it will have a little backspin on it. And it will be uh, picked up uh, by Drahota. And Drahota will bring it out to about the 20-yard line. So not a bad start there at all here for Ravenna. Not great field position, but you're also not uh, at the shadow of your own goal line either. All right, your keys for here the second half. A, continue to stay with your game plan. Two, execute a little bit better. Get those blocks on the inside and outside on the ter- on the curves. On um, making sure that you're even on your split ends or your receivers are having one-on-one contact and staying with your defender. Well, you want to have that blocking on the edge because they haven't been able to turn the edge yet. Again. Ravenna will uh, spread the field, bring Drahota across the formation. Keeping the ball is going to be Jarzenka. Jarzenka gets that outside, puts his head down, and he's going to end up having a nice little gain of 14 to start the drive. That's a great play right there. Great call. Jarzenka on the right side with the run. You're playing three deep on a zone, so you're waiting for what's going to transpire from the quarterback, and that means there's not many people at the line you can get that gain. Well, they had all that motion coming to the left side, except for the guy carrying the football, the quarterback, who was moving off to the right. So a little misdirection. and ends up being a gain of about 14 on the play. And that, of course, will move the sticks, move the ball out to about the 31-yard line. They empty the backfield here for Jarzinka. Jarzinka, two wide outs to the right. They'll bring a man in motion. That's bowling. Jarzinka's going to keep it himself, puts his head down. He'll be met at the sticks, and he'll push the pile forward, have a gain of 11. Utilize it. Over-pursuit is what Fullerton is right there. They're, they're amped up, and they're kind of over-pursuing their play. And Jarzinka with a great cut back up the middle and a good first down and 10 for the Blue Jays. So two rushes here for Jarzinka to start this drive and 25-yard gain in those two rushes, two first downs, and we're already in Fullerton territory. First and 10 from about the 38. This time, Bowling will be behind Jarzinka, so they'll go out of the pistol here. Now Bowling will move to that left side. He'll get the handoff, go right up the middle, has another good hole, has another gain of double digits. That's a gain of 10. We'll see if that's enough to move the sticks or not, but it's awfully close. Good up foot blocking, Quinton Bach, Alex Choppa staying low. That, As you said, that 5-5 frame, driving him back and keeping that hole, and good opening there for a great run. They'll call it a gain of 11, actually, by the time they unstack it. So, yes, that is enough for a first down here. So that'll move the sticks, the ball inside the 30-yard line, and we've got a whistle stopping things here. I'm not sure why we stopped it. But now they wind the clock again. And Jarzinka out of that pistol, calls out the signals. Man coming across in motion, that's Drahota, and Drahota has the ball come off of his hip. He's able to track it down, get across midfield, but that's going to be a huge loss on the play. They're going to lose about 12 on that play. Just the timing of that was off. When they tried to hand it to Drahota, it hit him right in the hip. was an executed handoff right there. I, I could, we could tell you that right there. And the ball was loose, and all you could do was Drahota was to fall down on it and protect it and keep the possession within the Blue Jays. Actually, I think that goes on the quarterback, so we'll give the negative 11 yards there to Jarzinka. But it was Drahota that ended up falling on it. So now you've got it first in about 21, maybe 22. So second down, I misspoke, second down, quick throw on that left side, caught by Meath. Meath makes one man miss thanks to a great block there by Drahota. And he'll get about most of those 11 yards back. He'll be a little bit short of uh, getting all of those, and it will set up now third, and we'll call it 12. Nice dump into the flat. 
and you depend on your other um, teammate, Drahota, with a good block. Stay, he sustained it, kept his guy out of the play, and good game by Meath. Meath with his seventh catch of the night. Nobody else has caught a football here from Jarzenka. So third and 13. They fake the handoff. Quarterback keeps it. Jarzenka on that right side is going to bring it out to about the 25-yard line, and that's going to set up now fourth and eight. That's a hard, hard run by Jarzinka. Fake the handoff, take it, and he ran hard through the defender to get as many yards as he could. Big play here. Well, that fumbled exchange is huge so far, and we'll see if Ravenna can make up for losing 11 yards and a down. You'll see whether or not they can get it accomplished here. It's going to be fourth and eight. Jarzinka out of that pistol, bowling to his left, man in motion. They'll fake the handoff. Jarzinka keeps it, puts his head down, and boy, it's going to be close. He needed eight. He got close to eight. It depends on the spot, and it is not enough. It is not enough. They don't even bring out the chains, but he gained about seven and a half when he needed eight. And they do. You see the chains moving about a half yard the other direction. So can't complain about that. That's a good call, good run. Just came up short. Good defense by the Warriors, and now it's the time for the defense of Ravenna to step up. So turnover on downs. Ball will be spawned at the 25-yard line. Hand off to Dubas, and nobody's surprised by that, including the linebacker core here for Ravenna, and he'll gain about two on the play, and that's it. Way to contain. Stay inside. Take on the big running back one-on-one. That's what the Blue Jays did, and only gave up a couple. Let's continue to keep that eye back, Dubas, under control. 18 carries so far in the game here for Dubas. He'll have it second and eight. He'll be the only back in the backfield behind Houghton, who's under center. And he'll hand the ball off to Dubas. Some uh, line surge there, and Dubas will actually be hit in the backfield or right at the line of scrimmage and will pull the pile out to about the 25-yard line. So he'll gain about three, and it will be third and a little bit over five. Good individual effort, but some good blocking on the outside for him to turn it inside. Jarzinka trying to keep him contained, and and that's where your teammates come and over and do that team tackle and brought down the big power running back in Dubas. Third down and five. Got to shore up the outsides and watch for the handoff on the inside. Well, Chapa right there in the middle. He's going to... Stand his man up, pass, and it's going to go off the hands of Dubas and incomplete. It was led in front of Dubas, and they're able to knock the ball out of his hands there is, is uh, Meath. And Meath has made some good plays both offensively and defensively once the ball has gotten in the air. He's playing a great game. He's going to be back here to receive this punt. But you know what? Dubas was wide open. That was kind of scary there, and the ball inside and out of his hands. So a hard count here, a high snap. But a low-line drive kick, it's going to hit the turf, and Ravenna's just going to get away from that one. It's fallen right up. Sondrup had that ball right over his shoulder the whole time he was running down the field. That's about as high as that ball went off the air. But as a result, no return on it. And Ravenna will get the ball to start this possession at about the 22-yard line. Kind of a hesitation, yes or no, by Pesota, who is almost right there to block a kick, but also he kind of held up just in time not to run into the kicker. And give Gleason credit there for Fullerton. That ball took a long time to get to him because it had a little bit of a uh, hang time on the snap getting to him, and he's able to get it off quick enough. 
So Jarzinka will hand the ball to Bowling. Bowling right up the middle. Good line surge. And one of the uh, Fullerton players, I think, got away with uh, throwing down uh, Quinton Bach at the last moment there for Ravenna. That could have been called a penalty. As it is, there'll be a gain of about one here for Bowling, and that's all. That was a little late. A little, a little toss. Now get back and reorganize, and here they got to execute right off the top here. So pistol formation. Jarzenko will have Bowling right behind his back pocket. Now Bowling will move to his right side. Drahota comes across in, for, in uh, motion, and Jarzenko right up the middle. And that time, that quarterback keeper only gains about two, and it's going to be third and seven here for Ravenna. Sensenig. Stayed home on his defensive end position. And when Jarzinka decided to run up the middle, right there is where he had met him, only to give him a two yards. Randy Bushcutter, Rich Broderson, and engineer Jeff Babel back in the studios. We're here in Fullerton. Our score, 20-14. to 14. The Warriors have the lead. Ravenna with the football here. Third and seven, 6.40 to go, third quarter. Their second drive of the second half. And they need to make something happen here to keep this drive alive. They fake the handoff. No, they do give it off here to Drahota. Drahota trying to get the edge. And again, that one, there just wasn't any good, good enough blocking on this outside here for him to be able to turn up field. And he's only going to gain about two yards when they needed about eight. And it's going to be fourth and about uh, five and a half. Kind of a broken record. Cincinnati, the outside defensive back on the near side, taking his blocker. And that's bowling and kept the play inside to not get many yards. Sondrup in uh, formation to receive the punt here from Jarzinka. Jarzinka, good snap coming to him. He'll put the foot into it. It'll hit the turf at about the 35-yard line. And picking up on the bounce is going to be Sondrup. And then Sondrup will take it out to the 30-yard line. And he'll be upended there by uh, Jesse Drahota and uh, a few others. But again, on that exchange of punts, Advantage Fullerton. They've got good field position here. They'll have it at about the 35-yard line. Right now, they got the keys working Excuse for Excuse me, about the 30-yard line. Yeah, they got the keys working for them. I mean, especially pounding the ball, running some time off the clock. They got the lead 20-14 to 14 with 6.17 to go in their third. Utilize the things that they're working. The thing that Ravenna has to do is to disrupt that backfield and also, also be play cautious on the pass. They're in the third quarter in Minden. Carney Catholic still trailing 14 to nothing. Carney High is in pretty good shape. So is Grand Island. Handoff right up the middle here for Dubas. And Dubas is going to be pulled down from the backside there by Joe Pesota. Good backside pursuit. If Pesota's not there, that's not a gain of five yards. That's a gain of at least 25 yards. Give, the, give this kid a lot of credit. C.J. Pickroll, he's 225 pounds on the offensive line. Great push right off the initial snap of the football to give... Dubas, that hole and opening. Now you're going to play offensive line with number 99. You got to play big. You got a big number. You got to play big. Well, then even Levi Fullen, 215, a senior in offensive line. So it'll be second and five. Fake the handoff. They're looking to throw, and it'll be caught one-handed by Gleason. Gleason makes the catch and is forced out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. That'll be a gain of 15. He just stuck out that big paw there and gains 15. Houghton with a great throw, but a great catch by Gleason. Put his left mid up there, grabbed it with one hand and brought it to the body. And out of bounds he goes for a first down for the Warriors. Well, Houghton has completed 11 passes on the season. Gleason has caught seven of them. So to say he's his favorite receiver is a bit of an understatement. It also points out Fullerton doesn't put the ball in the air a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But their passing percentage is pretty good. A little counterplay here. 
and Dubas is going to get back to the line of scrimmage and no more. There is a whole flock of Blue Jays meeting him there, including Chase Lockhorn. And also in the play, Joe Posota. They drove right through the offensive line and met him in the backfield, lost a half yard, and that's what they got to do. Ravenna has to shut off, you know, get away from those blocks by the big guys, 99 pick roll and also Follin. They disrupt that backfield and not give him the opportunity to get the speed up to that was, there. That was Chapa who got part of that tackle as well. Little screen play here on that left side. It's going to be caught by Sondrup. Sondrup will break one tackle, and he'll push the pile forward out to a gain of about 12 on the play. That looks like it's got enough for the first down. It's awfully close anyway. That screen play set up nicely. Executed well. Bowling led the tackle. We're going to call that a gain right at 11 as they're going to go out and move the chains here. They're going to bring out the chains to see if they've got enough for the first down. So... Our chain gang, bringing out the chains just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home, and they stretch out those links, and it's just short. Just short. Gain of 11 on the play. you got to trust in your abilities, and that's what the Blue Jays, you got good ball players. You just need to stay home, work your assignment, don't over-pursue. And know that your teammate's going to be there on your backside to help you if you don't have the play coming your way. They didn't break out the index cards to see if it was enough for the first down, but All right, it's, about that, it's about that distance here. <laughs> Fourth and all, Third and almost nothing. Quarterback sneak, yes, and more than enough for the first down. In fact, he gains almost about five on the play. Hunter Houghton, that's his third time he's ran the football. All of them have been quarterback sneaks on short yardage, and all of them have gained enough for the first down. That one went for about four. Right up the middle. Good drive. They got the fire in the belly, and they're moving the football down down the field. Now, this is dangerous territory here for Ravenna because they're already down six with 4.14 to go here in the third quarter. There's still plenty of football left, don't get me wrong, but you'd prefer not to fall down by two scores late in the third quarter. So they need to find a stop here. Pitch to Dubas. Dubas bounces to the outside, and there is plenty of help out there, and he'll be brought down at about the 15-yard line. There'll be no gain on the play. There is a flag on Fullerton for holding, and more than likely the Jays will take this penalty and back him up another 10 yards. Good pursuit to the outside. I know the flag will negate what the Fullerton Warriors got there, but, you know. Which wasn't much. That was, wasn't much. There was a reason they held there, because good pursuit there by Ravenna. Yes, they got over to that left side, and they made the stop. So inside of four minutes to go here, third quarter, and uh, that was right at the point of attack, so that'll be a full 10-yard penalty, maybe even 11 yards. We'll call it now first, and that looks like 21 to me. So ball spotted. I would say, yeah. About the 26, almost 27-yard line. And they'll put a man in motion. That's going to be with Tovic. And a delayed handoff. And the ball's on the ground, but Dubas is able to pick it up. He picks up the football, but uh, he's going to be uh, tackled there immediately by Ravenna. That's the play they scored on, Randy. Yeah. The delay and then quick handoff to Dubas right up the middle. And Joe Pesota was the first one there. That's actually going to be uh, a loss of about one on the play. 
So they had a stretch there where Dubas ran for 21 yards, then 1, then 50, then 20, then 18. Oh, no. And since then, it slowed down, but this time a handoff right up the middle, and they're going to go in for the touchdown. Bit of a surprise handoff there to C.J. Pickrell as Pickrell on an end around, essentially, goes in for the touchdown. Wow, what a great snap the ball, release. No one's expecting the lineman to go right up the middle, and boom, he was wide open. That is that 225-pound lineman. C.J. Pickrell in for the touchdown. And again, just kind of that quick little end around by Pickrell as they hand the ball off to him. And 99 goes 22. And now they're going to give it to Dubas. Dubas out of that Wildcats, heads for the pylon, gets the two-point conversion, and now the Warriors have a 14-point lead. They have scored 28 straight points here against uh, Ravenna. And they lead it 28-14 with 2.58 to go here in the third quarter. We're back after this. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown Kearney and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Well, C.J. Picker with our Five Points Bank touchdown here. All of our touchdowns brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And that had a, a quick design to it. They broke the huddle, got up there very quickly. First sound, they got set, first sound. The end comes around, hand the ball off to him, and 22 yards later, C.J. Pickrell has a score on kind of a, a, a tight end counter, tight end trap. High snap going to be picked up in the air here by bowling, high kick rather, and bowling. We'll take it off that right side, bring it across the 20-yard line, still pushing the pile forward, and they're going to mark him down, I believe, across the 25 near the 26. Eight-man football, Randy Bushcutter. I mean, <laughs> that, the play by the Warriors, that, that's your typical eight-man play. You know, you get someone from the line that's always eligible for receiving and take it in there. Um, but now it's time. It's gut check time. I mean, we're not in the fourth yet. We've got, we've got time. The Blue Jays just need to do what they do good. Block, and again, pass, run, do their thing. The big plays here lately have been done by Fullerton, and now we've got a penalty. Somebody lined up in the neutral zone, and the folks wearing maroon are clapping their hands, so that looks like a five-yard penalty here for Ravenna. And they're shooting themselves in the foot just a little bit. They need to find some way to get this momentum back. They and, do. And it isn't like necessarily they got a score on this drive, but they need to have something positive happen that they can build on heading into the fourth quarter. You need to stop the turnovers, stop shooting yourself in the foot with the flags, execute the way you've been executing. You're playing a really good defense, but you are a very good offensive football team. So first and 15 here, and the quarterback's going to keep it off that read option. Got a seam right up the middle, and Jarzinka is going to gain about 14 and that was good ball handling. It was hard to see. And if it wasn't for James Wittovic staying home from his middle linebacker spot, that one might have gone to the house. Good run, good hard run. It's not just out there and making a sprint, doing the 100-meter dash. Jarzinka got his shoulder pads down there and got about five more yards. And he snuck that ball on his hip after pulling it out of the uh, bowling's belly. He's going to keep it here. Has enough for the first down. Brings it across midfield, and it looks like the ball is loose. It comes out again, and now I think Ravenna has a shot at it. 
Originally, it looked like uh, Fullerton had it after the fumble, and uh, coming up with the ball here is going to be Drahota. So Drahota saves catastrophe here for the Blue Jays. It'll be a gain of six. It'll be first and ten from midfield, and almost the Red Hot Warriors getting the ball back in midfield. But a gain of six. Sometimes you need a break like that. Inside of two minutes to go, third quarter. Jarzinka out of the pistol. Bowling behind him. Two wideouts on the right side of the field. Man comes across. That's Drahota. Fake the handoff to him. Jarzinka off that right side. And he'll be brought down by Dubas. There is a flag about five yards downfield. Jarzinka has a gain of about eight. But we'll see whether or not it stays here or whether or not there's a hold. And it's holding on Ravenna. Be about first and 15 here. There's spot foul. And so they'll mark 10 yards from there. And that'll take him out to about the 35-yard line. So they got across midfield and get it back to the other 35. Option football 101. Trahota making the option if he wants to hand it off. If not, if he sees the hole, take it up. That's been left, right, left so far. And then get a penalty and knocks you back to now a first and 15. Renna scored the first 14 points. The next 28 came from Fullerton. And now down by two scores, Ravenna faces first and 15 from their own 35. Pistol formation. Option game. Hand off to Drahota. Drahota going to be met at the line of scrimmage. And that's going to be about it. They drive him back there. Maybe gain the yard. Got to give credit to the Warriors. Their defensive backs are staying out there and protecting the flat. And when they're running the ball on the outside, they're getting up there and being able to make the tackle. Well, that's gain of less than a half yard, so we'll still call this second and 15. Clock does stop when uh, Drahota went out of bounds. So second and 15 from the 35 with a minute 11 to go here in the third quarter. Jarzinka looking. He throws, and he's got it incomplete. They end up being three jerseys there, but uh, a perfectly thrown ball might have been caught by uh, by Cooper Schirmer, but that one was about a yard away from being perfect, and it was tipped away at the last moment. Great defensive play. Elijah Norman right at the end there. Got his mid up there, knocked the ball down. Good coverage on the play. Now the Blue Jays got to get their bag of tricks here. Fullerton's defensive scouting was pretty good. They are doing really well. They are, they are lined up, and they are recognizing these plays that Ravenna's putting together here. Third and 15. Jarzinka throws. Trying to lob it out of here on this left side, looking for bowling. It's going to fall incomplete. Good job there. Man-to-man coverage was uh, Chris Sensing, the sophomore, and he does a good job of uh, staying between the football and uh, the receiver and able to knock that away at the last moment, and it falls incomplete. Ravenna will be forced to punt in the final minute of the third quarter. Good man-to-man coverage right there, mano-a-mano, and they broke it up. So Sandrup, who muffed a punt earlier, will be back in punt formation. And the kick here by Jarzinka is going to be high, and it's going to hit the turf. And uh, it's going to take a little bit of a Fullerton roll here at about the 22-yard line. And that's where Fullerton will set up shop for the final 48.8 to go of the third quarter. As we mentioned, a 14-point lead here for Fullerton, 28-14. to 14. And again right now, Carney High. 
with a 23-0 lead over Omaha Benson. Carney Catholic is uh, trailing 14-0 in Minden. Number 7 Ward with a 31-6 lead over number 9 Adams Central. And I'm not surprised Ward's ahead. I'm just surprised they're ahead that big. That I thought would be a really tight football game. First and 10 here for Fullerton. Handoff to their big man, T.J. Dubas, and Dubas just puts his head down, will bowl forward for a gain of about three. That's literally three yards on a cloud of dust. With a 28-14 lead, you're going to see a lot of the pounding now, Randy. Try to do that clock management. Try to run more time off the clock. And right now, we're closing in to the end of the third quarter. There, Right now, the game plan's working well for Coach Howden and the Warriors. Again, you don't want really to want to sit and milk the clock and worry about that. You just want to. You're just going to play, call plays. You play your game. That, yeah, they're, they're going to run the football. And again, they've only thrown the football uh, four times all game. And they fake the uh, handoff. Houghton looking to pass, and that pocket's going to collapse. He's going to end up losing about five yards on the play. But again, at least the sophomore doesn't put the ball in harm's way. And so a loss of five here for Houghton, and that will end the third quarter. Ravenna's got some work to do here in the final 12 minutes. They trail in Fullerton, 28-14. to 14. And we'll be back to start the fourth quarter right after this timeout. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Don't forget, coming up uh, after our conclusion, after we conclude the game and then the post game, we'll have the Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. Carney Catholic still being shut out 14 to nothing in Minden. Great game uh, shaping up. Number four, Burwell at Elm Creek, and Burwell with a 21 20 lead over the Buffaloes. Uh, that is always a great matchup between those two schools as well. And uh, Sutton, number four in Class C2. They are shutting out number eight, Donovan Trumbull, 24-0 at halftime. Here, Fullerton has it. Houghton will throw it. Quick hitter here for Dubas. Dubas breaks one tackle, has enough for the first down, bowls his way across midfield, and will take it down to about the 36-yard line. So that'll be a gain of 23, 26 yards. Dubas wide open off the right side, came into the middle of the coverage. Wide open for Houghton to find him with the, with the pass. Got a couple more yards on the run. He's a tough guy to bring down. And now they're into Blue Jay territory. And it'll be first and 10 at about the 37. They start that clock, so that's a good start to the fourth quarter here for Fullerton, who has had the last four touchdowns of our ballgame. So now they'll go in under center, eye formation, after they convert there on third and long. And they'll give it to Dubas on the counter. He'll try to get the edge, has a stiff arm on Shermer. Shermer stays with him, and uh, there'll be a gain of about six. Good block on the right side with Tovic. 
bringing the defensive end, wrapping him in on to the interior of the line. And if Shermer wasn't there, Dubas would have been on the run down the right sideline. So gain of well, only about five here. And, again, that's a very effective stiff arm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to fight your way through it. You might make the tackle, but you do give up a little bit of yards well, because of that stiff arm. It's good that Shermer was out there to get that shoe, you know, get down and get around his legs. Yeah, and he stayed with him very well, so it was good work there by Shermer. Eye formation again here, and the handoff to the uh, fullback right up the middle, and they're going to stand that up right away. Good work right up the middle there by Choppa to uh, stop with Tobek for a very short gain here, gain maybe of about one yard. That's one of those where you hope to catch him by surprise. Uh, Choppa was not surprised. Nope, he shed his his blocker, pulled him to the side, and right there head on with Tobek. Not much there. And again, he's got that good leverage. We've talked about it before. It'll be third and four from the 32. And again, you need two stops here if you're Ravenna. You still have time, but that might change if you give up another touchdown and fall down by three scores. It's 28-14 at the moment. So big play here. And a little counter. They give it to uh, Dubas. Dubas gets the edge, has the first down, and he's going to be ridden down by Shermer, but not until he gets inside the 20-yard line. <laughs> and that will be a gain of 14, 15 on the play. Coach Houghton saying, thank you, Mr. Dubas. Welcome back to our club <laughs> yeah. because... You are going to be our workhorse tonight against the Ravenna Blue Jays, and boy, he's catching it, he's running it, and he is dragging some of the Blue Jays around, and right there, it gives the opportunity for the Warriors another first down at 10 here in the fourth quarter. Well, he got hurt in the first series of the first game of the year, and they certainly have missed T.J. Dubas, the 185-pound senior. He is a workhorse. Ball spotted at the 17, first and 10. Dubas is in the eye here. Hand off to Wotovic right up the middle, and that time it's a little bit more effective. He'll bring the ball down to about the uh, about the 13-yard line. That'll be a gain of about uh, five by the time you unstack it. Well, where do they go? They go right behind the guy that scored a touchdown, C.J. Pickerel, the offensive lineman. Him and that Logan Gustafson, Levi Follin. I mean, all three of them. To both of them at 220, 225 pounds, 215 for Follin. Then you got the power backs in the back with Totovic and Dubas. I mean, it's it's a recipe for success running the football up the middle. And you get an offensive lineman scoring a touchdown on a bona fide handoff. That's just a thing of beauty. Kind Second of and five here. Stankler, right? Yeah. Except that, you had to fumble that one because he was an interior <laughs> lineman. Quarterback here for Houghton. Houghton. Will get enough for the first down or awfully close to it. Kind of a delayed quarterback sneak on second and five. Kind of a, everybody moved out except he stayed and just followed his guard right up the middle and his center, and he'll gain about five on the play. Strange design, but effective. It's enough for a first down. First and goal for the Warriors. Well, spotted at about the seven yard line here. Don't. don't. Jays have got to keep him out of the end zone. Yep. You've been bending, but don't break here. Try to hold him. Stand your man up and make a good tackle. And Coach Houghton has followed your advice a little bit. They're in no big hurry to get the ball snapped. No. And now they're starting to count down the final 10 seconds here. Houghton is under center. Eye formation behind him. And they're going to throw the flag. They didn't quite get it off. Well, you want to milk it, but you got to make sure that you don't have the last little drop of milk. <laughs> That has a sour taste. 
It very does. Yes, it does. But that helps the Jays here. It'll make it now first and goal from the 12. Every little bit helps. Well, it's gut check time for the Blue Jays. See what they can do with some adversity here. And Here's what I've never understood. They get, a, they get to wind the clock and work another 25 seconds off. So you take a five-yard penalty, you get to take 50 seconds off the clock if you want to. Hmm. Little counter here. They'll hand the basket, the football off to Dubas. Dubas will get the edge, and he'll dive toward the pylon. And I think they're going to call him just short. But he gained 11 yards, got that edge out there, and then was able to outrun uh, the backside pursuit and gain 11 on the play. Nice ball player in Dubas. I mean, he's a big kid, but also he does have speed. So if he gets in the open territory on the outside, he will kick in the Jets and go. So second and one, second and goal from the one. Now they go two tight ends, eye formation. Quarterback sneak. Houghton has a seam. Houghton has a touchdown. And it's now 34 straight points for Fullerton after the five-points bank touchdown. Right up the middle. Bread and butter play. Go right behind that big offensive line and in for the touchdown. Well, also what makes this painful is the amount of time taken off here by Fullerton. Not only do they have a 20-point lead now, but there's only 7.20 left to go in the football game. And again, they'll get that direct snap here for Dubas, and Dubas will do the rest of it from there. He'll go in for the uh, two-point conversion. So the five points bank touchdown, the two-point conversion, and now 36 straight points by Fullerton, and they lead it 36-14 to 14 over Ravenna with 7.20 to go in the fourth quarter. Jays get the football back. We come back after this. For many people, August, September, and October are the best months for boating. The lake water is warm, the fish are biting, and the water levels are up. But what would make boating even better would be a weekend of boating on Buzz's Marine. Head to Buzz's Marine today to get all the details. And while you're there, check out Buzz's huge inventory of new and pre-owned boats. Factory rebates and low APR financing are available. That's Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney, and online at buzzesmarine.com. Well, Hunter Houghton with the touchdown run, and again, that quarterback sneak has been very effective. They've, they've gotten, they moved the sticks every time except for when they got the touchdowns. And they lead it now 36-14 to 14 with 7.20 to go. And uh, we've always thought Ravenna had a pretty wide open offense. Well, it's really going to have to open up even more now. Be interesting what Coach Bowling and crew will put come out with here in this series. This kickoff is going to go out of bounds, so that'll... Give fairly good field position here for Ravenna. And maybe they'll have him re-kick it so they can get something offensive going. But myself, I would just take uh, where the ball is going to be spotted and just kind of go from there. They're going to kick it off again. The Warriors have done pretty well with the offensive weapon of Trahota. Yeah, they can spot the ball at the 25 if they wanted to. You know, Trahota... More part of the offense for the Blue Jays, um, but you know. Yeah, that's what that's what the Jays are going to do. Jays are going to take it at the 25. Go ahead, finish your thought. No, I'm just saying that you know, to get all cylinders firing, that is one of those cylinders that's been very productive for the Blue Jays in the first three games of the season. Well, they need to get things uncorked offensively here. They'll get it as we said in pretty good field position. First and ten from the uh, 25. 7.20 to go, and uh, we'll see what they can get done here. Jarzinka looking to throw. 
He's got a man open in underneath. He's actually going to make the completion here to Joe Pesota. So Pesota makes the catch after a gain of about five. Nice size off the tight end. Spot there, Pesota brought in the catch for eight. That's his second catch of the year, and you're right. That's a gain of about eight. And we've got flags all over the place. As uh, I think a couple of Jays wasn't sure what the count was. Take, what the uh, you know, taking the class of the Randy Bushcutter shuffle. Um, no, no, no. There's there. rule. There's rules. You don't see me dance in the state of Nebraska. <laughs> there are rules. Loss of five, of course, with the penalty, but they get to keep second down, so it'll be second and about eight here. Bowling comes across in motion. Jarzinka's going to throw, and it's going to be intercepted. Intercepted in underneath by Witovic. Witovic trying to get the edge. He's got it down to this outside. He'll jump over the pile and be knocked out of bounds at about the 15-yard line. Good work there by, uh, I said Witovic, but it's Norman, Elijah Norman who made the interception and is able to carry it down to the 15-yard line. Textbook coverage. Meath, for a moment there, was open on the flag route. But all of a sudden, here comes Norman. The ball was a little up in the air, a little hesitation. Gave time for Norman to get underneath it for the interception. Well, the intended receiver was double-teamed by both Wachovic and Norman, and it's Norman that comes up with it. Handoff right up the middle here for T.J. Dubas, and Dubas... We'll take it across the 10-yard line, down to about the 8. So that'll be a gain of 7. And we'll set up now, we'll, we'll call it second and a long 3. Well, now you really have to stiffen. And a lot of momentum going Fullerton's way. So it's really hard to turn the tide right now if you're Ravenna. And Ravenna's front line, they're getting worn down by this big offensive line for Fullerton. And again, momentum. For whatever reason, it just makes thing, makes their feet lighter and yours heavier. So I formation here for Fullerton. Hand off to Dubas. Dubas, just a little seam right up the middle. He's pushing the power forward. Squirts through into the end zone for the touchdown. A 15-yard touchdown here for T.J. Dubas. Hard run right up the middle. Blue Jays got a couple hits on him, but he maintained his composure and his balance, and into the end zone he goes. Well, T.J. Dubas... Maybe we should start calling him T-Day, T.D. Dubas, because that's now his third touchdown in his return. And another two-point conversion, direct snap to him. This time he doesn't have quite the seam that he had before to run, so the try for two is no good. And with 5.55 to go, a five-points bank touchdown by Dubas makes it 42-14. to And the Jays will get the ball back on the kickoff. We turn right after this. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Club. And welcome back here to our beautiful facility at Fullerton. It really is a nice uh, facility that they have here. A broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. And they're going to have a short kickoff. I wouldn't really necessarily say that was onside, just seeing if Ravenna was surprised. And 
Well, at least one of them was not, as Chase Lockhorn was able to come up with the football. Again, our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair where you need us. We'll be there. Good facilities, beautiful track. Yeah. It's, it really is nice here in Fullerton. The field is in great shape. That short kickoff will give Ravenna good field position. They're down by 28, but they have the ball just short of midfield at the 38-yard line. And looking to throw here is going to be Jarzinka, and his pass intending for bowling falls incomplete. Don't know which one that was going to, if it was bowling or Jarzinka. I mean, I mean bowling or Shermer. It was right between both of them, and both of the receivers look at each other and go, is that for you or me? And uh, just got to get back on on the same page and compose yourselves and try to get some good plays here. Well, Ian Jarzenka, 11 touchdown passes on the year coming into action tonight, and they could probably use a couple of them here in, late in the, third qu- in the fourth quarter. 5.50 to go. He's looking to throw. Throws it in underneath. Shermer will catch it at the 30. Has it at the 20. Puts his head down and will be down at about the 15-yard line. So that'll be a gain of 27 and will move the sticks. That's a shot in the arm that this offense needed. Good job by Cooper. Kept his eye on the ball. Didn't catch it clean, but concentration was there and good gain for the Blue Jays. And he was so wide open. Sat down in that open area. Yep. And that allowed him that, that space to juggle the, the football before he was able to make the catch. Jarzinka rolling out to his left, still looking downfield, throws late, and it's going to be caught in the end zone for a touchdown. Good throw out there for Shermer, and Shermer will make the catch as he'll get 47 yards and two catches here and a touchdown, a five-point spank touchdown here for Ravenna. 14 yards on that toss. Yeah, my math was off. And... Found Shermer right in the corner of the end zone. Way to utilize the short field and get the touchdown. I looked at the score clock. I shouldn't have done that. Ball was at the 14. 14-yard touchdown pass. Important two-point conversion. They all are from this point on here for Ravenna. And Jarzinku will run the little counter. Still has it. Trying to get to that uh, pylon and can't get there. They extend the play far enough that they can't get the two points and they'll have to settle for the five points bank touchdown. And it is now 42 to 20, 531 to go here in the fourth quarter. We'll see if Ravenna decides the onside kick when we come back right after this. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. So Carney Catholic gets a uh, touchdown to make things a little bit more interesting. They trail 14-7 in Minden. And uh, elsewhere, uh, McCook with a big lead over Lexington, 48-6. to uh, six. And number seven, Northwest, taking the lead over number five, Seward. Nope, no, that's no, right behind him, 33-31, but fighting back. So quick little... Uh, Kickoff here is going to go out of bounds. Oh, that's an unfortunate break here for Ravenna as they try that little onside kick, but it just squirts out of bounds. 
And so if you're Ravenna, you take the penalty or you take the ball where it went out of bounds. Either way, that way you just have possession of it. You're not going to let Ravenna try that again. So the onside kick, not successful. All right, got to give it all you got. You got the big hop that you wanted, but unfortunately it hops so far that it goes out of bounds. So they're going to go tight formation, two tight ends, eye formation. Houghton hands off to you-know-who, and Dubas right up the middle is only going to gain about one yard. Dubas, pretty lucky there. Came down and kind of fumbled the ball a little bit, but it came right back in his arms. So gain of one and uh, keeping the football, that's the key thing here for Fullerton. You just want to work as much clock as possible. You're not looking really to score if you're Fullerton. You just want to get a few first downs, milk the clock as much as you can. It is 42 to 20. And if you're Ravenna, sometimes you got to be stripping at the ball instead of trying to stop the runner. And that, if it works, great. If it doesn't, you might give up some yards, and you may not be able to afford that. A little counterplay here for Dubas. Dubas, a little stiff arm, keeps his hand right on the hip of Pickerel, and Pickerel is going to lead him downfield <laughs> for a gain of about 11 or 12. C.J. Pickerel, what a great block. Let it on the outside. I mean, he starts on the line. And then he goes out and is the lead blocker for his runner, Dubas. And and they they get a first down and 10 into Blue Jay territory. Pickerel, who's, uh, like I say, starts on the offensive line, but he's got a couple of catches on the year, and he's, he's had that long touchdown run. They use him in a lot of interesting ways. First and 10. He did go out of bounds, so the clock is stopped with 4.43 to go. And the handoff to the fullback right up the middle, and Wotovic has really nowhere to go. And uh, I think the Blue Jays are going to call a timeout. Yes, they are. They've got two more to burn after using this one. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll take the timeout as well. 4.35 to go in the fourth quarter. Ravenna needs a stop here. It'll be second and 10 at the 35 for Fullerton. We come back after this. Since 1902, Carrier has been inventing new ways to make people comfortable. And today, comfort can also mean efficiency. Because being more efficient with your home heating can mean spending less on it. And that's something everyone can get comfortable with. If you're ready for Carrier Comfort, now you can get cool cash rebates of up to $1,650 on a new system. Carrier, turn to the experts. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers and Carney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. So 4.35 to go here, fourth quarter. First time out of the game being taken here by Ravenna. So if you're Ravenna, here's what you got to have happen. You've got to get a stop here, get the ball back, get a touchdown, probably an onside kick, another touchdown, and then you'd have to do that at least one more time. And, oh, yeah, we got to throw in some two-point conversions here. So tough row to hoe here for the Jays, but they're going to give it their very best effort. Second and eight, low counter here. Trying to bounce to the outside is Dubas. Dubas gets the edge, has the first down, and is going to be forced out of bounds. And they're going to throw a flag down. And that, well, if, if it's a face mask, that's probably an okay penalty. If they call that a late hit, I think I would disagree with it. But they get the ball down to the 20-yard line, and it's going to be well, just, I think they call it a late hit, and I would disagree with that. Yep. I think the play was right on the line. And he was cutting back in. So the, the, the defender coming on the backside doesn't know he stepped out of bounds unless the, the referee blows his whistle. And the whistle and the hit came at the same time. But good execution by Fullerton. I mean, he sealed the edge. Good block by Elijah Norman. 
gave the opportunity for the running back to get around and get those yards. And it is a gain of 15-plus tack on half the distance from there, and the ball now is spotted at the 10-yard line. They're going to call it first and goal, so it must be just inside the edge of the 10-yard line, and Houghton's going to keep it right up the middle, and he's going to slip underneath the first would-be tackler and uh, end up gaining about four on the play. Well, this is already a successful drive here for Fullerton in terms of taking time off the clock and putting the ball deep in Ravenna territory, and obviously a touchdown here. It's a tough task for Ravenna right now anyway, down by 22 points. And it's territory they haven't seen at all this year. Not at all. Again, they've had a great run so far this season, and uh, the only loss that uh, Fullerton's had us to a team that Ravenna beat. So they kind of came in as the favorite. Pitch out here for T.J. Dubas, and Dubas, really the difference in the ball game here so far. He uh, is end up going to losing about four yards on this play. Good pursuit there by the Jays. Charles Zinka slash it in from his defensive back position to get there for the tackle and bring down Dubas. A loss of three on the play. And now you are looking at the official in the end zone right now, waiting for them to count down the final few seconds before you snap the football. Coming over is Hunter Houghton, talking to his dad, Ryan, the head coach, about what play to run here. And um, I was going to say they're probably going to hand it to number six, but they're going to split him out wide to the right, have an empty backfield. They really spread out the field here. And, well, maybe they're just milking the clock because they call a timeout. Does uh, Fullerton with 3.03 to go here in the fourth quarter. 42 to 20. 42 straight points at uh, one juncture here for the uh, Fullerton Warriors. They call the timeout. Brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. We'll take the timeout as well. We're back to Fullerton right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back. Back here, and just want to remind you that all the internet streaming of all of our games here on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. 3.03 to go, fourth quarter. Fullerton already has had a successful drive here. They originally got it down to the four-yard line. Now it's going to be third and goal from the nine, and Houghton's going to keep it on a quarterback draw, and he's going to go in untouched. They spread things out, ran the quarterback draw to perfection. Houghton with the touchdown, and the lead is now 48-20 to 20 for the Warriors. Spread out the Ravenna defense. Depend on your three linemen to block for you, and they did a great job in touchdown Warriors. A little bit different formation here. As they bring in a different quarterback, it's going to be uh, Sondrup who will hand the ball off right up the middle to uh, to John Witovic, and that uh, try for two is going to be no good. So the two-point conversion is no good, but a five-points bank touchdown for Hunter Houghton, and it's now 48-20. to 20. Fullerton in control in the final three minutes here against Ravenna, and we'll kick it off to the Jays. We come back right after this. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Well, Houghton gets in the end zone, adds on to Fullerton's lead, and I think probably at this point we'll we'll see some of the, uh, the, the next line players for both squads. In fact, Fullerton did that on the two-point conversion. And they'll kick it off here. And it'll be picked up on that far side. I think that's bowling. Hard to see the jersey number from here. He'll bring it out to about the 30-yard line. And that's where Ravenna will set up shot. It was bowling. Yeah, don't sell yourself short, Randy. Your eyes are still working. Doing good. Hey, you know, Fullerton, even if you looked at the Lincoln Journal star rankings, they were on for consideration. Yeah, they're right there. I mean, they got some respect out there, and things are going really well when they got things clicking. It's, and obviously it's very nice to have Dubas back. To yep. be in he the, makes a big difference. He, he makes a difference on this squad. And again, if they had both him and uh, Litzok, you know, I, then they'd really have some, some good weapons. As it is, pistol formation here for the Jays. And wow, there's just no room to go there at all. As I think that was Hunter Douglas that they handed the football off to. And Hunter says, please do some blocking for me. As the Fullerton line, there is a flag down. They might have had a running start. Now it's actually going to be on Ravenna. I'm kind of surprised they're taking the play here because it would have been a loss of two or three. And that hands-to-the-face thing is only five yards. I think I'd rather have it be second and 12 and first and 15. But, hey, your defense gets to play another play if you're... Fullerton, I guess. Yep. Well, Fullerton, they've had a great game plan. They've played hard and utilized their speed on the outside. Yeah, Ravenna has not really been able to turn the edge, which they've been able to do all year. So final two and a half to go. And off of stand on that right side is going to be Douglas. They'll hand it off in motion. That's going to be Drahota. Drahota trying to get the edge. He'll be knocked down inbounds. And that's going to be a gain of about three here for Drahota. And now they got Trey Meath in at quarterback this series. He is calling the plays from Coach Habe, bringing him in, and Jarzinka taking some time on the sideline. Again, you got to get these younger kids some uh, opportunities here. They'll move a man across in uh, just relining here is going to be Hunter Douglas. He'll get off on that left side. And they'll hand it off here to uh, Drahota. Drahota gets the handoff from Meath. And he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. And he'll stay in bounds again. And by the time we snap this football, it'll be awfully close to the final minute of the game. It's going to be third and about 13 here. I think Ravenna will be going back to the drawing board a little bit this weekend, you know, just get things re-back. They got a good football team. Yeah. They got to just keep don't doing need, what they've don't been lose doing. Si- don't lose yes. sight of that. Correct. 
And seven and one would be a heck of a season, be a heck Absolutely. of a record if you can get there. And that's still in front of you. Meath at quarterback. Douglas will move to his right out of the pistol formation here. Meath will give it to Douglas. Douglas right over the top and then gets stood up once he gets to about the 35-yard line. So that'll be a gain of nine. They needed about 13, and we're in the final minute. Well, moving in some different players right now. So fourth and four. They don't get a first down. This will be the final offensive play here for Ravenna. And if they do get a first down, they might have one more play, and maybe they won't. 25 seconds to go here. Meath calls out the uh, uh, signals here, and he'll pitch the ball, and it's fumbled. It's on the ground. It's going to be a scoop. It's going to be a scoop and a score for Gleason. Gleason picks it up and goes in for the defensive touchdown with 15 seconds left. He finally picked up the ball at about the 18-yard line, so we're going to call this an 18-yard fumble recovery for the score as uh, the errant pitch was knocked around uh, by Gleason. Gleason, again, not illegally kicked it forward, but while I was trying to pick it up, kicked it forward, and then he goes in from 18 yards out. So Isaac Gleason with the uh, fumble recovery. And this game deserved to be much closer than 54 to 20 because that, that final score is not indicative of how this looks here. They have to call the timeout on the two-point conversion because uh, the Ravenna offense, excuse me, the uh, Fullerton offense was surprised to be out there so quick. And they weren't quite ready, so they call a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. And again, this game was much closer than the final score is going to indicate here with 15.4 to go. Yeah. Fullerton executed quite well today. Had some good things happen for them. And uh, well, they're going to go tight formation. They're actually going to kneel on it for the two-point conversion. So they take the knee on the two-point conversion. I don't know why you need to call a timeout. They arrange that. <laughs> if you back up five more yards, probably not a big issue. We'll keep it right here as uh, we're about to wrap things up in uh, in Fullerton, and uh, hopefully we'll have a chance uh, to talk with uh, Dan Bowling from Ravenna, ask him to talk to us at uh, before the game started. But a lot has happened between then and now. 54-20 is our score, and that appears to probably be our final here, Rich. It, you know, it's going to be a gut check. I you know I've said that a couple times tonight for Ravenna. Just you know, how do you bounce back from this defeat? And you know, go back to the, go back to work, work yep. hard in practice, and bounce back. And you're going to have a, another game next week. And you got a good football team, and you can't lose sight of that. Keep that confidence and build for next week. Yeah, just roll up your sleeves and uh, get back out there. Because again, you know they're they're not eligible for the postseason. So the best you could do is be seven and zero. And next week you take on a Shelton team that's came into action tonight two and one. They're pretty good football team and a win against them still looks awfully nice and give Fullerton a lot of credit they played a really good football game and they they had a great scheme here Isaac Norman is actually going to kick it off here for uh, Fullerton a relatively short kick and it's going to be picked up here by Ravenna at about the uh, 30 yard line about 25 yard line rather and then a late flag comes in against one of the uh, youngins here for Fullerton 
because they kind of had their second unit kickoff squad out there. And it's going to be a late hit after the whistle. There's been a couple of those that have been called, and I don't know if I would have thrown the flag on either one of them. One went against, went against Ravenna, the other one went against Fullerton. I understand why officials do that. They want to obviously keep the game from being chippy, but I didn't think either, lit was, either hit was really very chippy. But that will move the ball out to the 40-yard line. 8.9 seconds to go here. Well, I can say yes. I have seen worse. Yes. I've seen worse not called. Right. Meet the quarterback. And they'll hand the ball right up the middle. A little bit of room to run there for Hunter Douglas, and that's going to be about it. And that will be your final. Gain of about four here for Ravenna to end the game, but they fall here in Fullerton by a final score of 54-20. to 20. And, Rich, it just seemed like after getting up by 14, they just couldn't get the edge anymore. And that kind of took away their, their speed, kind of got negated because of great work on the outside there by uh, Fullerton's defense. Pursuit, speed. We talked to Coach Malsby a little bit at halftime. They were not getting the blocks like they normally get blocks on the outside to open up their running game to get and utilize that speed and get down the field. And you got to give the Warriors a lot of credit because they contained, kept people in, made our running back, the, our running backs, the Blue Jay running backs, into the interior where they had a lot of good play. Did Fullerton. And they win this one by a count of 54 to 20. So both of these two teams now have uh, identical records uh, at the midway point of the season. Both of them now at 3-1 and one on the year. Ravenna next week will be taking on Shelton. And Fullerton will be traveling to Palmer next week. Once again, our final in this one, 54 to 20. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have our New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also, book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. 
And welcome back here. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A final of 54 to uh, 20. And, uh, Rich, we've been talking about it a couple times. This doesn't really feel at all like a 54 to 20 game because Ravenna deserves a better fate than what the final score would uh, would have gave them. And absolutely, and they and they know they got the talent and the will will willpower to get things accomplished and play good football. But they ran into a good football team. The Warriors of Fullerton have talent. They are quick. They are big. Um, they know how to drive the ball, pound it, and then there's they mix in a couple passes in here. More of a run-oriented team. But the Blue Jays, you know, they just did not execute like they've I've seen them execute throughout the year. And, you know, maintain blocks, get the speed on the outside, and, and gain a lot of yards. And lot of got to give a lot of credit to Fullerton because they knew how to keep the corners in and bring the running backs for the Blue Jays into the interior and where more of the tacklers are. And there's Fullerton ringing the bell with a big victory, 54-20. to 20. But, hey, the Blue Jays need to keep their heads up, move on. They're 3-1. and one. A lot of teams would like to have a record like that. And I think that, you know, they go back to work next week and practice and just do what they've been doing. You know, people who do have bad nights, and Ravenna had a bad night. But you're right. The score is not indicative of what uh, this game was. Well, T.J. Dubas carried the ball like, like a beast tonight. He had 33 carries for 258 yards. He had 150 yards in the first half, 108 yards in the second half. So that's 258 yards on, uh, on, on 33 carries. Uh, also a, a big run here on the night from an unexpected source, and that's uh, C.J. Pickrell. Pickrell had a 22-yard touchdown run as well. So you're looking at 280 yards on the ground. They, they, had, almost, they had over 300 yards of uh, offense rushing the football did Fullerton. And again, T.J. Dubas doing most of the damage. Uh, John Wotovic carried the ball uh, six times for uh, 10 yards. Uh, also, Hunter Houghton uh, with uh, eight, uh, with uh, 22 yards uh, running the football. And uh, so you, you, you've got a little bit over 300 yards uh, on the ground here tonight by uh, Fullerton. And meanwhile, for uh, Ravenna, Ravenna uh, got uh, Jake Jarzinka throwing the football. He was 10 of 21 for 156 yards. Uh, Trey Meath carried the ball three times for 13 yards. Drew Bowling had 11 carries for 49 yards. Jake Jarzinka had 14 carries for 73 yards. Jake Drahota, uh 10 carries for 28 yards. And uh, also uh, on the night, a uh, couple of carries here for Hunter Douglas. Douglas finished with eight yards. So 40 rushes for 171 yards here for uh, Ravenna. But unfortunately, a big night, 258 yards here for a pretty good football player in T.J. Dubas, and uh, that's the difference here in the ball game. as the final in this one is 54-20. to 20. Kind enough to join us to talk about it is Dan Bowling, and, and Coach, after a great 14 to nothing start to the ball game, they kind of figured out your offense after that point. It kind of felt like it, didn't it? Uh, it's one of those things where uh, we did get off to a good start, uh, but we kind of we kind of let things go a little bit. What was the problem with that running game? It seemed to me like you guys just couldn't ever get the, tr- the corner turned. 
Uh, you know what? They did a great job defensively. They played a really good game tonight, and uh, you know they had us scouted well. Um, we're just going to go back to the drawing board. It's one game. That's what we talked about. It's one game, and we can't let this define us. Absolutely not. And and again, you you saw that at the beginning. I mean, you guys marched down the field your first two possessions, well, two of your first three possessions, right down the field, and uh, that that offense was clicking early on. It really was, and it's good to see. Uh, but we have to continue. I think uh, we talk a lot about uh, what I say, drinking the Kool-Aid. And uh, we drank a little too much of the Kool-Aid thinking that they were going to roll over. And uh, they didn't. They took it back and they, uh, they punched us right in the face. And, and again, let's talk a little bit about uh, Dubas. Uh, he, he's a guy that got hurt like early on in the first game of the year and uh, hadn't had too many carries. But my goodness, 33 carries tonight, 258 yards. He's a heck of an athlete. And uh, we knew that he'd be coming back sometime soon. And uh, we figured maybe he'd be back for us. Uh, but you know what? It's one of those things uh, we just got to continue to work hard and get better. In, in, that, in that second quarter, did, did you see kind of a change on the sideline? Because they started getting a little bit of momentum. And it, you just couldn't stop that momentum. Uh, it just kind of kept snowballing on you. It, it really did. And that's one of those things that we talked, just got done talking about is uh, we have to come together as a team in adverse moments. Um, we may have struggled with that a little bit today, but it's one of those things that I know the boys and uh, the coaching staff are definitely going to push on and not let this one loss define us. Well, as I say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. How do you make this evening make you stronger? Well, it's one of those things where we got to get back. we got to get to the film room, uh, fix our mistakes that way. we got to get rid of penalties. I mean, that's, that's a big one right there. And then we have to practice well this week. And uh, it won't be easy next week, uh, Shelton, and, and that, that's always been a pretty good matchup. Well, Shelton's got a lot of athletes, and uh, you know I'd, I'd like to think that we have athletes as well, but uh, they're definitely going to be a test for us, something that, somebody that we can't look over. All right, Dan, good luck to you next week. Appreciate your time. Thank you. I appreciate your coverage. All right, Dan Bowling, head football coach here for the uh, Ravenna Blue Jays, and, and again, a, a late, late turnover. In fact, a couple of late turnovers really kind of made the score in this one a little bit more lopsided than uh, you kind of would think. Let's go through the uh, scoring. It began, first of all, for uh, Ravenna, uh, Jake Jarzinka on their first drive, connected with Trey Meath on a 32-yard pass. It was 6 to nothing, and that was with 7.43 to go in the first quarter. With nine minutes to go in the second quarter, it was uh, after a muffed punt, short field for Ravenna. Jarzinka uh, was able to uh, uh, run it in from two yards out. He was also able to throw the two-point conversion to Meath, and it was 14 to nothing at that point with 8.57 to go in the second quarter, but the rest of the second quarter belonged to Fullerton. With 4.39 to go, T.J. Dubas, a 21-yard run. That made it 14-6. to And then their next possession, T.J. Dubas again, this time from 50 yards out. Two-point conversion by Dubas was good. We were tied at 14. And then after a fumble, Dubas again with a 20-yard run. That made it 20-14, to and Fullerton would never trail again. They score with 2.58 to go in the third quarter then. C.J. Pickrell, a uh, end around from 22 yards out that made it 28 to 14 with 720 to go in the fourth quarter another Fullerton score this time a quarterback sneak by Hunter Houghton from one yard out that made it 36 to 14 then TJ Dubas again with a 15 yard run with 555 to go in the fourth that made it 42 14 and then Ravenna did get a couple of uh, uh, touchdowns uh, got a touchdown here Jarzinka 
connecting with Cooper Shermer on a 14-yard score. Try for two was no good. And then uh, Houghton with another quarterback uh, sneak here for Fullerton, this time from about nine yards out, actually more of a quarterback draw. That made it 20-48. to 48. And then a fumble picked up by uh, Isaac Gleason for Fullerton with 15 seconds to go. And uh, they scramble in for the, uh, the touchdown. And your final score in this one is 54-20. to 20. And, uh, Rich, uh, I think uh, Coach Bowling said it very, very well, and that is you just kind of have to roll up your sleeves and get right back to work and, and uh, just don't let this one set the tone for what your season's really been about because, again, Ravenna 3-1 and one, with only winning a, one game in the last, like, three years, uh, still potential for a very, very uh, positive season and turning the program in the right direction. They got good, good kids, good athletes. They've been having a positive season. They, 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 they've shown it. They know they are a talented team. They just, tonight, they were just off their game. They, the momentum got switched to Fullerton. They played a good Fullerton Warrior team yep. that executed well. And when you play a team that's hitting on all cylinders and you're not, you know what? The momentum is in their court or here on the field, their side of the field, and they took advantage of it. Absolutely. Well, uh, again, uh, a great effort tonight here by Fullerton. They uh, lost last week. They pick up a big win. Both teams now 3-1 and one on the season. And uh, earlier we gave you our scoring wrap-up. Our wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Both these two teams, of course, will be back in action next uh, Friday night. Uh, Shelton will travel to Ravenna to take on the 3-1 Blue Jays next Friday. And in Palmer, Fullerton will be taking on Palmer. Palmer came into action tonight at uh, 0-3 on the season. And we mentioned earlier, Kearney Catholic with a... uh, 14 straight points to tie things with Minden. Well, Minden has just gotten a safety. So, Carney Catholic now trailing by two, 16 to 14. Don't know what happened there, but Doug has the call for you on KXPN Radio. Don't forget, coming up next, right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, will be the Friday Night Scoreboard Show, brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. I'm Brandy Bushcutter, Rich Broderson. Thanks so much for joining me, my friend. It's been a pleasure. It Mr. has been fun. And Jeff Babel, our engineer, back in the studios. Thanks for joining us. Once again, our final in this one, 54 to 20. It's Fullerton at home, uh, giving Ravenna their first loss of the season. I'm Randy Bushcutter. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production, brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.